everybody. Welcome to another episode of Predecessor Protocol. It's your host, Danger. As always, we have baseball, 5516. Hey, how's it going? Uh, Secret Salsa. Hey, how's it going, everybody? And then Hasp is actually, uh, he works uh, like Deadliest Catch, so he's out at sea right now. So he's not going <laughs> yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, uh, catching, it's it's lobster season, right, in Maine? So. Yeah, so it's like he for six months he does that, and then he doesn't work for six months, but uh, he gets to hang and everything and play and record, so. Uh, we will, you know, when Hasp is back, we will talk to him. But. Definitely going to miss him. We hope he doesn't die out there because it is dangerous. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we've got a special guest with us this week. We've got Kev Kyokin. What's going on, everybody? Nice nice to be here. Thank you guys for having me. What is up? Thanks for being here. Yeah, man, excited. It's excited. nice. Uh, yeah, dude. Nice to always have people in the community uh, come record and we can chat you up and kind of pick your brain. Um I guess one of the first things we'll go into uh, is going to be the BFC tournament, right? So um, you have a, a pretty big part in, in the BFC, correct? Correct, yes. Um, BFC is um, extremely uh, popular right now. Um, it's I, I love it because it's a community-based um, tournament, and I am the, you know, basically like the main guy there, just trying to make sure that uh, everything is running smooth, uh, but you know it can't be done without every like the whole team in general so he's our head honcho yeah <laughs> head honcho kev Kayokin. yeah now i know okay. this last tournament you you casted right yes yes so it was my first time casting uh they asked they asked you know who wanted to host the show and i was like man i gotta put my face out there you know i, I there's gotta be somebody that has to be the face of the the org here so i you know i stepped up and i got out of my comfort zone so it was definitely a awesome experience how was it how was it casting because that's like uh you know i, I think I that'd watch be e-sports. super fun so yeah. that's awesome i watch yeah. esports it always seems like they're having the casters are having more fun i feel like than anyone but like did you enjoy it? No, no, you you're right, baseball. Um, so uh, the funny thing is that you mentioned uh, esports. I went and watched like some league content, just so I can have an yeah. idea of like how enthusiastic I should be. Like, where where should I come in, uh, and, and show off the the emotions? But it's it's really interesting because while you're casting, you really you know your thoughts are flowing through your head. Like, what should I say? How should I? you know word this but you might even have a script and it all goes out the window that's the funny thing like i had a whole script i was like what should i say here and there boom you're it's as soon as you go live that's it like it's all it's all just coming out naturally and authentic and i feel like you just gotta have that natural sense of you know what to say for sure and if you cast any of my games i I just ran it down so there was no time to breathe (laughs) probably any of our games <laughs> no nah, man you played amazing though in that tournament man you were you were one of the the top dogs uh overall one of the the mvp that we were considering uh so uh, I, it's unfortunate that you didn't take the the big dub skis but you were definitely up there for yeah, mvp man. Good, man we we had i had a lot of fun i was talking with north and uh it was funny because we uh it was like two days after the tournament and I just solo queued randomly into North and Bry who were both on my team. <laughs> and it was what we like had synergy still. It was, it was pretty funny. They we were just kind of hanging and, and talking and chat. So, 
Um, I, I think uh, if, if you're listening and have any interest in potentially playing uh, PCC or pro- just any professional at all or like playing in any sort of comp environment, BFC might be the place to look to get started. Um, it's like, you know, it's it's a four fun tournament, right? So it's like really there's nothing crazy on the line. I think uh, there was some like, plat thrown in there by uh, RGS Ace, right, at the end. But, uh, yes. it, you know, it's if you lose game one you know no one's gonna no one's gonna be flaming you but if you if you it's very possible you could go all the way and you know potentially get seen by some people and maybe get picked up for the pcc season coming up too so exactly yeah. that, that's the beauty of the bfc it's not really about what you earn uh it's more about the experience of you know having comms and also going against teams that have you know also the same uh, basically, you you both go into this knowing that the other team is also trying to communicate well with with your team, also trying to do the same uh, randomly pick together and trying to see how you guys can really come out and work as a team and meet them, meet new players. That's really what the BFC is about, make friends. Yeah, man, the, the community engagement is sick. And then uh... – like you said, dude, there's so many times you'll be playing a game and you solo queue or duo queue and the team you're into, it's like very obvious they're calmed up. <laughs> they're making decisions as a team. Um, so being able to kind of guarantee like, okay, hey, we've got, they're in comms, we're in comms. Like mm-hmm. this is about as even playing field as it can get. So, No, most definitely. Yeah. I had a question for baseball. Cool. I'm sorry. Uh, baseball, um, so... You since you played in the BFC, like, how, what was your experience? Yeah, man, it was. Uh, I first off, a lot of fun. Uh, just, just like getting in there and like, because the players, all pretty much every player that's in there is like a, a decent, like, good player. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it's like, if I make a mistake, right, and I'm playing solo queue, and and you know, it's not a fair matchup, it might not get punished. But if I'm, dude, if I make a mistake in, in the BFC tournament, like. Is that like I'm probably dead, and they probably get like you know the first fang tooth or something like <laughs> that, right? And so it's a little bit more pressure, um, but like that makes you a better player, in my opinion, to to play against better players as well. Um, and then when you're playing with uh, better players too, right? You, I feel like just in like a couple games, um, I both BFC tournaments that I played in, I, I feel like I, I learned so much just from playing uh like with with a, a bunch of different players too right mm-hmm. like different ideas on how to win the game like different ideas on what they think is good in the meta and like what what are counter picks into different characters right like most of the time when i saw the key i'm just like you know rampage sounds fun and then, or like you know crunch sounds fun but then when you get into like an actual comp environment and like you know you're having to draft your team right and like try and create a team that's that has a win condition, right? Um, I think that's just as fun as, you know, going out there and, and you know, play, playing the game. I think the draft is almost as fun as actually getting in there and playing it. So, um, dude, I, it's – it would both both times I, I've played have been super fun. And, uh, I, like I said, if you have any interest in playing comp at all, I highly recommend hopping in the BFC. And the thing is, like, if – like I said, if you lose, it's no big deal. Everyone's going to say, you know, peace was fun. 
have a good one. See you, see you in the queues next time. And, and if you win, dude, you get uh you get to go down in in history as a BFC champ. So <laughs> yeah, For you get sure. your crown on the Omega City website. Get your no, crown right. on the Omega City yeah. website, yeah. and yeah, get get your name immortalized in the predecessor brotherhood Discord. Then right. like you, you sure. get you get put your name out there too, right? Like there's a lot of people who jump in who don't necessarily get picked up. That like I know is a good player. Like I know you baseball for the first BFC was like you got. I think you got last picked, right? Something like that. Yeah, I was but, I was the last now, pick. Now you right? Because go. people know how you play. Like it's just as soon as you it, immerse yourself in the community, people are gonna know you more and more and uh, pick you higher and higher priority. Like if they think you're good, so it's like the first one might be rough for some people. Like I know there's a few people who are upset they didn't get picked, but uh, at the end of the day, there's nothing we can do about that. You know, it's kind of just what the captains want but if you stick around yeah. maybe next time they'll see you again and be like oh maybe i'll give this guy a shot you know so yeah and I, sure. I would imagine too i mean you start getting more and more people signing up for these things right that's more teams that yeah. could be we we know, had a part of less something. this time than the last time uh like i think last time we had 12 teams and this time we had eight but i think it was definitely like a blessing in disguise because obviously running production for the first time was mm. uh, it was a lot and to do that for 16 teams would have been freaking nuts because it would have made the seven-hour day into, like, a 12-hour day. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had a long day, didn't you? Yeah, so I was like, because you came and recorded it after that, too, right? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I was up at so five. Sorry. Yeah, I was up at five, uh, and then the thing started at, what was it, noon? So that's 9 a.m. for me. And then Good. recorded for seven hours on stream and then came over here and recorded the episode which i think we talked about last week but you know <laughs> dude that's actually freaking it was a big day man <laughs> yeah not as much day. as your your 24-hour stream you did kev that was salsa takes no off days ago. yeah <laughs> but 24 hour stream that's awesome that's that's wild too that's awesome so yeah no, I, how, uh, how are you feeling was, by the end of that it was actually a, a really awesome experience like i wasn't expecting it to go the way it did, I was more doing it because I'm a new streamer. I just started like maybe six months ago, uh, mm-hmm. so I just I was like, man, I, I I've oh I've known about 24-hour streams, you know, like it's it's a thing. A lot of streamers do it because it's fun and this. I'm like, I want to experience that, and I I think it'll be a, a cool thing to do. And once I really got around it, it, it was just fantastic because everybody's just excited and tuning in, and you know, it's everybody's coming in. They they went to sleep. It's like three or four in the morning hey man i gotta go to bed and i'm like all right man i'll see you tomorrow and then they wake up the first thing they do is hey man <laughs> good, yeah, good morning good afternoon <laughs> you still up still in stream so, still it, going dude that's it was sick. Cool, i don't bro. think i could do it i don't think i could do 24 hours no, i think i've done 12 hours not. and that was too, a lot my brain my brain is fried if i don't get eight hours of sleep i'm fried i think i like ended up catching a game at the end of your it was like one of your last games and i tuned into kev's stream and this guy's like soul has left his body he's like an empty <laughs> Yo, I'm husk pretty sure, in the chair i'm pretty sure i was in kev's last game yeah. were you i think i jungled i'm pretty sure i was the jungler in your literal last game of that oh game. yeah like, that's like, right that's right i remember i remember you were the fang mouth if i'm not mistaken yes sir yeah, <laughs> yeah no man i was already completely wasted by that time <laughs> we got the dub. It's all that matters, man. We got the dub. It oh, was... went out on a win after 24 We went out on a, went That's out on a win. Insane. That's yeah. a win in itself. That's what an honor, baseball. <laughs> yes, sir. It was It was an honor. Did you sure. pop off that game, baseball? Uh, 
I mean, I was like five and two on Fang now. Yeah. Really, dude. Kev went nine and four, and then uh, Decker's OF went twenty two and three on uh, Kira ADC. So uh, I see. Yeah, no, Decker, so Decker's that, OF be popping off. <laughs> yeah, that'll do, Donkey. That'll do for sure. <laughs> Good stuff. So, BFC, how did that? Like, when did that become an idea? How did you start? Like, how did it get started? Was it something you'd been talking about for a long time or kind of a spur of the moment? Oh, yeah. It's actually a really good question because uh, the thing with BFC was uh, it was more like a – because you got to think about the Discord first. So Predecessor Brotherhood uh, really wasn't Predecessor Brotherhood. It was more uh, Discord that I made with my homies, uh, Zay's Kagune and Pull Critical. I don't know if you guys know them. Um, yeah. But it was just me and them two. I made the Discord because uh, pool, pool was the pool critical was the one that played Paragon back in the day, like religiously. So he was a, a huge Paragon advocate, and uh, he was one of the the players that was crushed whenever they, it got taken away. Um, <clears throat> so he was always like looking for the next Paragon, right? And he was always keeping us updated. And once Predecessor was finally announced, he was, like, all over it. And I'm like, you know what? Like, I, I, I love MOBAs. I've been playing League of Legends forever. So I'm going to give it a try. And I made the Discord just with them, too. Just literally a friendly Discord, <laughs> right? A personal Discord. And slowly but surely, as the Discord evolved, we started playing with friends in pubs. And we'll, when we liked them, we'll invite them over. And it just slowly became, uh, like, a little community of friends, uh, for sure. And then once that happened, we were like, well, we have enough people. We had like maybe like 30 or 40 people at that point. And we were all close. We were all friends. And we we're like, we should do like a little small tournament. It'll be fun. And we just started doing a lot of customs with the 40 players in there. Uh, and then out of nowhere, like it started blowing up. Everybody started like, oh, they do customs in there. They do customs in there. And people just started joining in and joining in. Uh, and then it's got to, it evolved to the point where we could do an official tournament. Like a hundred players were in there by that time. And then that's whenever the BFC really originated from, uh, we were like, all right guys, you know, just sign up through here and, you know, we'll do the captain's thing. And, and, you know, the rules were kind of just made up on the fly. Uh, and then it just became like extremely official, like to BFC three, you guys can kind of see how everything is becoming a little more professional, a little more like uh, to the point where we kind of want to take care of it and show it to the world. So yeah, yeah, that's the funny thing. For sure. The, the <laughs> third, yeah, I was, was going to say the uh, third. What, uh, what's the, the biggest third. for you, like that first tournament compared to BFC3? Like, oh, it's night and day. How much of a difference was that for you? Yeah, yeah. it's night and day comparison. The first one was, I mean, it was just like a friendly thing. We had no rule set. We had no, no real like uh, understanding on how to run these things. It was really stressful. Um, and then the second one was we just got what we got from the first one and tried to tweak it a little bit, made it a little more official, but it still didn't come out how we wanted to, because pull pull critical. Uh, he's the type of person that wants to involve all the players, um, and I let him know I'm like it's gonna be really difficult because. You know, once you have, I, I believe it was 12 teams, like Salsa said, and I'm talking about those 12 teams had the exact amount of players. Like, we didn't have no subs. We didn't have any spare 
pool of players we can go into if anything does happen. So on the BFC2, whenever it was time for tournament day, it was really early in the morning, and uh, we had a lot of players like not being able to show up. They had to go to work. They didn't wake up on time. So it kind of just threw us off on, on you know, time-wise. So it, just, it turned into more of a difficult test than it should have been. Uh, yeah. And then, well, and then now, now we take it to BFC3 where we really, like, we're like, hey, man, let's just strictly put it to eight teams and we're going to make sure we got them on schedule where they know the exact time they should be there and blah, blah, blah. So I feel like BFC3 really came out perfect, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Except North was still still um, almost. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was an honorary team captain. There she go. Because uh, North was asleep. And, uh, and you see, like, uh, uh, BFC3, we, I don't know if you guys noticed, but we had maybe, like, 20 or 30 spare players that were eager to yeah. play. So oh, anything sure. did yeah. anything emergency happen, we had all these players left, right? So that's that was the uh, backbone that we wanted. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, that's interesting because, like, I w- you wouldn't really consider that. Uh, you know, you have 12 teams, right? Perfect. We got 12 teams of five. They're, they signed up. They're going to be there. Mm-hmm nothing's going to happen back, you know, like, and then it turns into, well, there's three here. We're scrambling for people. We're delaying games. So that's that's awesome. Baseball. What were you going to say about BFC three? Oh, I was going to say the, yeah, the third one compared to the second one ran (laughs) so smooth. I mean, the second one was like still, still work. You know what I'm saying? It was still fun, but the third one was just smooth like that. If I could choose a word to describe it, it's, Thank you, man. Thank you so for much. Sure, sure. And, the, and just sure. get ready for the next one because it's going to be bigger, hey. better in, in every way. <laughs> That's awesome. And shout so, out to Salsa. You're talking about the next one. Yeah, dude. Salsa, yeah. you did uh, You did a lot that day, man. Yeah. I can't I mean, believe we, you recorded after that. It. You're like, you know what? I'll, I'll record. Yeah, well, I was at the end of the day. I was like, you know what? Whether it's today or tomorrow, let's just get it over with. And it was, you know, yeah, I think it went yeah. okay. Literally, the, the man of the hour was salsa, man. Like, I, he learned every everything was fresh. And what was salsa learned, like, it's not like he came in here, like, with all these skills. Like, everything was just learned little by little. And, hey, man, we're going to put you yeah. on the spot that I mean, day. To put, it, put it in perspective, I started streaming, what, like, four, like, kind of where when you started, Kev, like, four or five months ago. Hey. And I was using Streamlabs, and then I started using OBS just for this. And obviously we had like we had choice come in and give us a hand and um we kind of figured out how to do it just from like googling and stuff like that but uh basically just like learning everything from scratch within like a few months of the event kind of thing so it's kind of mm-hmm. a lot of new you shit There's a... sorry go ahead yeah yeah dude that's because what did you do specifically you were like produ- I, I ran right? production so i basically the, the stream was running from my pc to put it that way like i was running the obs i was Damn. in the transition so yeah. there was a few issues in the middle there where there's a few black screens and I, I went to a few scenes the wrong time that was those are my mistakes basically but uh i mean all to the, all so the rest awesome, of it was dude. also me right like i feel like for the most part for our first stream it ran pretty smoothly we have no notes. it was it was a very good stream yeah yeah we have notes on like what to improve, whether it's audio levels or overall stream quality, because like a lot of people who watched it don't really understand how we have it set up, um, because it's essentially like 
TDM, who was our uh, gameplay, he was the watcher, uh, the spectator. He was the one actually running the, the camera. The watcher. And yeah, I don't know what else to call him, but uh, yeah, he no, was uploading that's his appropriate stuff. appropriate title. Yeah, he was <laughs> uploading his stuff to a website, and then I'm downloading the stuff from the website to my PC and then uploading it in the stream format. So it's like going up and down. It's like yo-yoing around the internet, and it's just the the quality gets really bad, and the bit rate wasn't fantastic. And I've upgraded my internet now, so maybe it'll make that a bit of a difference Same, dude. too. So, yeah. yeah. Anything we can to improve the the stream quality, because that's I mean, I was a little upset when I saw that. I'm like, man, there's nothing I can do about it right now, dude. It's game day. Like, I can't I can't change my settings. There's nothing I can do, but. Um, yeah, hopefully the next one is better. And well, dang. It will yeah, be. dude, shout out to Salsa on the production. And then Kev on the first time. Uh, uh, analyst. Cast. Yeah, casting. No, yeah, we, we, I, I am extremely proud of, of, of my team and how far we've came and how much we're learning and, you know, the direction that we're taking the BFC. It's It's just an amazing experience overall. I love it. Yeah, man. I, you know, I I don't keep up with it, crazy, crazy. But uh, like PCC, um, but I feel like more now I hear more about uh, BFC than I like recently, and that could just be because I talk to salsa every week. Like, yeah, <laughs> True. yeah, no, and uh, PCC is also taking like, a break, you know. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say like I feel like the the talk right now for any type of comp is it's BFC, which is awesome. Yeah. That's the good thing. Uh, you know, whenever you don't got to put that much money on the line, you can run a little more tournaments. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, now you talked kind of teased a little bit, uh, BFC four, like what are future plans with BFC? So with BFC four, like I said, we want to make it bigger, better overall, just a better experience for the viewer and the players. So our main concern right now is planning around being able to, you know, bring more teams in uh, because we know, like, we, we want to give all the players an opportunity to play. Like, that's our biggest thing. We mm -hmm. don't want to leave anybody left out because uh, this is supposed to be a community type of thing. It's not supposed to be something where you feel left out. Uh, so our next big goal is to try to up the teams from eight to maybe 16. Uh, we're not 100% on that uh, option there, but we know that's the direction we want to go. Uh, and then secondly, we want to definitely work on the stream, like Salsa said. Uh, we want to, like before we started BFC3 stream, uh, we really didn't have uh, an idea of how this was going to go, you know, because we, we, we never done it before. <clears throat> but now that we know what we can do, I think we're going to definitely like test stream it and make sure the quality is good and just just do a lot of test runs. That way, when it comes to actual game day, like the stream will be watchable. The stream will be more engaging and, you know, just it's going to be just as fun for the players as it is for the viewers. So that's right. you'll be at a spot where it's like, oh, we've done this. Yes, we've ran through this practice like multiple times like we're we're just kind of coasting now because we feel good about everything. That's exactly, awesome. Exactly, Danger. That's, BFC4 is going to be huge. And uh, anybody that's listening out there, uh, don't forget to, you know, join Predecessor Brotherhood Discord because, you know, you'll be getting all the updates. You'll be 
you in the know of things and that's wherever you'll be you'll be able to sign up through there so we'll, we'll be excited to have you for sure that's sick now bfc as a whole what uh what are some bigger future plans like what's something maybe a goal you guys are shooting for or, or something you want to like a obtain or achieve achieve next or um you know something along those lines just bigger scope so for the bigger scope we are anticipating to be a big org in the future uh we know we have a very good baseline of where we want to go um i'm thinking that whenever predecessor officially becomes a game because you know we're still in the um early access uh type of deal uh dude and what a good time for you guys to be like to start doing what you're doing yeah you know I mean? no it's it's fantastic get in before it's even like we're in we're in early access right now and for it's sure. like you've already kind of got the reins on this community uh with the tournaments and stuff so yeah we, we're, we're ecstatic because we've always like me me and pool critical especially say zay is more of like a player you know, type of guy. So he's more just watching what's going on. But me and Poole, especially, we've always had a dream of uh, being able to have something like this. Because, uh, you know, a MOBA can get really toxic easily. And it, beca- it can become <laughs> yep. a place of, like, I'm better than you. Or, like, you know, like, that type of vibe. Uh, so we've always wanted to have a safe space for players, whether you're an amazing top tier master player or whether you're just a, a, a new player or you've been playing for a lot you're just not that good you may be a, a gold player but we want to be able to get everybody in sync and just like have that love for the game all together and just know that there's a spot for you here mm-hmm. and you know I f- we feel like that's extremely important for the game's success and the game's health because uh, we, we just don't want nobody to be excluded from from, you know things yeah, like this. Yeah, the toxicity to kind of cut people out of the picture. So yeah. So game launches. What's your what is what is BFC's first steps? So game launches. Our first step is to definitely put our foot forward and start planning something big. Uh, so we don't have nothing crazy planned just yet, but we know we want to create new uh new fun game modes because we don't know like the updates and like what kind of stuff they might be adding or you know stuff like right. that because it really they all depends a, what the yeah, game new map offer. yeah new game mode map, like you mentioned like, it just all depends on what the game can offer us because once they give us some new updates or whatever the case may be we can get that and turn it into something uh, even one v ones, right? Like that would be pretty fun to Ooh. see. Like if they let me add. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. Like if they ever <laughs> add like a ARAM map, and then we can somehow get customs going, and you can like invite a friend, and you can one v one them there. Why not make a one v one tournament, right? So that'd be fun. Yeah, so that's what I'm know. saying. Yeah. So it just all depends on what predecessor can offer us and what we can, you know, turn that into. That's really what it's all about. Yeah, man. The I love the one. Uh, I guess it's dual in Smite. I really liked that game. Mode. <laughs> Baseball, did, did you ever play that game mode? Yeah, I mean, yes. Not the as thing much. is, I I the thing I like to do right was a uh, we called the, I called it a gentleman's duel, and you play on her, and it was on her versus on her in Smite. 
and uh, there was a gentleman skin. If you had the skin, you you, you wore the gentleman skin, of course. And uh, <laughs> it was it was kind of like on her. I feel like is the like he's an ADC, right? But like, he, and he has a few skill shots. It, but it's like it's a pretty general kit, and I feel like it was like really easy to be like, hey, if if you can beat somebody else playing the same character, right? Like on on her, like you're you're probably a better player. You know, it's it's <laughs> it's very general kit and. That I, I had more fun doing that sometimes with like my friends, like you <laughs> yeah. know they were you know you're, you're playing with the boys, and you know you have a bad game, whatever. Like yeah, dude, baseball really let us down over here today, and it's like bro, we're, we're going to the dual map right yeah. now, and Jim you know everyone's dual. watching and, and and laughing when you know it, just fun times in my opinion. Yeah. So that would be super fun. I would love to do that. One v one tournament would be sick. Yeah, who who would be like the obvious winning champ? Is I mean, probably Crunch, right? Yeah, I feel like Crunch Chimera would be Crunch. Yeah, yeah, it would have to be somebody it, versus. If you're full build, maybe like Revenant. Revenant could be pretty. Like Revenant OP. just elites people. Yeah, but yeah, I mean Grux, dude, Grux, Grux, Gruxin, right? Yes, I think Grux would be one of the Grux top. Be two pretty players. much any any of the good off laners, <laughs> like yeah. Zara's like lane. a bruiser. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that's pretty much what it is. It's a solo lane. <laughs> 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 good stuff so uh what are some like uh just next steps for you guys that you know maybe minor things uh stuff that doesn't seem that big but kind of all culminate into the big picture uh so so for predecessor brotherhood um apart from the bfc right because the bfc is its own thing but us as a whole as a uh you know, as a Discord, as a little org that we got going on, we want to bring new things like something that we call the the predecessor school. And we want to be able to bring people or new players in or even veterans uh, that might want to come and teach the new players. Uh, like, let's say, <clears throat> maybe North or uh, Cold. I don't know, any of the top tier players. We can we can hit him Muse up. Is a, is a good one. He oh, Mew Muse, yeah, Mew Muse. Teach, teach teach the game. He kind of wants to kind of head head start that for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mew, Mew, Mew definitely is one of our our biggest uh, teachers that that we want to bring bring over. Like our main teacher. Yeah. But yeah, any any good player, we have an idea of wanting to bring him in and maybe do like a little school for him. Uh, and maybe. Dude, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, like little things like that. Like we, we just that'd be yeah, sick. Yeah, we would love that. Dude, yeah, if if Norse coming and teaching how to jungle, I would just I'll yeah, show up and turn my I'm mic saying, off, dude. and I'll just dude, I'll just watch like <laughs> a uh, cold master sick. class on carry, and it's like, whoa, yeah, bro, exactly. I'm gonna tune into that even if I'm good at carry. Like, yeah. I don't I'm even not, play but, carry, and I'd watch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> go, there you go. But yeah, no, we we first have to make sure that we uh can keep everything organized and make sure that this works properly because we we want to really make sure it succeeds i want to make sure it's professional sure. too like we want to make sure everything's correct before we do things like we're not trying to have it like we're, we're just trying to have it very put together and like efficient and everything like that so some yeah. things that don't get used kind of go out the window and we bring in new stuff or whatever uh yeah, yeah. yeah. and you don't want to waste like like nor for cold's time or you know whoever yeah, or, movies or whoever's doing it right so yeah. it's like Make sure it's efficient for them. They can teach as much as they can in the time that yeah. they have, and Spe- speaking make sure of like the people show up. Right? 
that we, yeah. we recently introduced the BFQ bot. I say recently, but that was like a month ago. But it's like a whole yeah. bot that uh, lets you pick players. It, you basically uh, you bring 10 people into a queue and then you just draft them. So kind of similar to the ranked Discord. Uh, but this lets you go through a whole hero draft system. So you get to draft literally everything through a Discord bot through embeds. And then it... Uh, spits out a code for you guys to play with and it has like its own internal mmr and win rates and stuff like that so mm -hmm. like that's a perfect example yeah. of like what we want to introduce to the server that gets used and that that cubot does get used fairly regularly i haven't seen anybody in yeah. this week but because of the update obviously everybody wants to play Iggy. everybody wants to do this yeah or get the, and the mastery too right like yeah you exactly you don't get you don't get affinity yeah. xp for customs yeah. right so or, yeah affinity. so yeah it's just one of the things that we kind of plan on bringing in for sure yeah one of one of the many one of the many everything's still cooking everything's still getting prepared yeah let them cook yeah, so let them little cook. by little let them cook <laughs> yeah mess around with little seasonings here and there you know it's all good yeah let them cook yeah we'll get stuff um do you have anything else like brotherhood or bfc that that you want to add or any teasers or anything like that or um so brotherhood i mean we base i basically you know mentioned most of the things that that we represent um uh, but other than that we we just we want to definitely work closely with omega and and all of our partner orgs uh like pcc like stuff like that we we want to just make sure that we keep everything together like even though we're just like a community as a player wise we want to keep everything also like together as in like like a unit when it comes to the the big names as well so we can all work together and, and make something special uh, in the future as well yeah yeah i was gonna ask i guess um you know what is that relationship like between um the brotherhood and, and bfc and uh PCC and Fang Booth and all of that, like, is that kind of a community within itself where it's like, all right, we're, we are all kind of doing this thing and, or is it more of like a competitive, uh, kind of environment where it's like, well, you've got yours going, but we've got this going. Um, what does that look like? Yeah, no, good, good, good question. Uh, the thing is that, uh, we are actually in, in super, super close contact and, we work with each other we helped each other and i really believe that you know we we as a bunch of orgs that are barely coming up with this game i think it's important for us to do it be in this together and make sure that our, our dates don't conflict with each other make sure that everybody has their own time to shine and you know what whatever they got going on we respect it and whatever we we got going on they respect it so i just feel like that's yeah, awesome. we're all in it together for sure yeah that's really and good I, to hear. I think one thing too that uh like for this game to be super successful in my opinion it needs to have like uh like a, a thriving comp scene in my opinion oh yeah uh, because like you know when I so I I was I was kind of like pull critical too, and, and so is Danger. Where like, dude, we played Paragon like day one, day two, and then really didn't stop playing. Like, pretty much that was the only game we played until uh, it died, mm -hmm. right? Yep. And uh, then I transferred over to Smite, 
um, and got pretty pretty deep into Smite. But the thing that really got me deep into Smite wasn't the game itself. It was more the fact that their like professional scene was so well done, and like it, basically every single day I could turn on Twitch and watch players that were you know grandmasters play against each other on on teams and have people cast about cast it and like explain why they did what they were doing um and why that was either a good call or a bad call in their opinion etc etc and so like that honestly got me more into smite than like playing the game of smite did if that makes sense yeah and so those tournaments i I think being able to watch that stuff yeah and so i think yeah, for Pred to like be the, the super, e-sports. super successful, yeah, comp scene has to be, like, a big deal. And I think, like, BFC, PCC, like, all that, especially starting as early as we have with all of these things, right? Like, yeah. I think that's a big step and, and a really good step to be taking. So. I, I agree. If you, if you um, pay attention to most of the games that are multiplayer based, um, you can see that there's always some sort of comp scene around and that's really what brings all of these new players and you know, that really what gets you engaged into into different metas and different players and you might have your favorite team and it's, it's just like sports. So it, it creates that, that camar- camaraderie where you're like, um, yeah, like the, the, this is the team that I'm going for, and whenever you have uh, your friend or your homie that ha- going for another team, then it just creates that fun dynamic where it's like, oh, is my team gonna win? Is your team gonna win? Yeah, and it creates a sure. lot of fun memories, and it's it's super important to have a comp scene in, in a game like this. Definitely agree. Yeah, dude. Uh, good stuff. Well, Kev. We're going to give you a little bit of a creator spotlight. So we've been talking with you. We know a little bit about you, right? Um, people listening to this. Um, what? So you got you started streaming relatively recently, right? You said four or five months back. Correct. Gotcha. And then you started, started the brotherhood, just you and a couple buddies. Mm-hmm. And now it's this whole thing, right? Um Okay, I guess I'm gonna steer off of Pred for a minute. What what kind of got you into gaming? Would you say? Oh wow! Um, like, what was your game that was like, oh, dude, I like doing this. Like, this is a thing I really enjoy. Opposed yep. to good, good question. Okay, so a little bit about myself. I am extremely competitive in anything I do, whether it be video games, sports, or you know, even my workplace. I just want to always be better than I was yesterday uh so I just have something in my brain like a freaking chip or something that just like oh you're, you're a comp <laughs> player like no matter what you you just got to be better <clears throat> you get and that's why I love a game that has a rank mode in it because I feel like I can always gauge gauge like where my skill level is at and I like to play against players that are you know either better than me or like at the same skill set uh, so I, I've always been attracted to fighting games since I was extremely young. Uh, I'm like Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, Tekken, uh, games like that. And I've always like just wanted to have that upper edge, like oh I beat you, like even though if it was like by one fucking combo or whatever. Yeah, dude. Uh, fighting games are great because it is literally it's like it's just a one v one. Yeah, yeah. And you don't you have lose, to worry about anything. But but yeah, you know, if you lose, it's your fault. Like that person just beat you. Yeah. So. yeah. 
Nah, dude, it's the game's fault. <laughs> yeah. But if you win, it, it's all your skill. Yeah. I mean, do you oh, guys, uh, have you guys ever played uh, Smash Bros? Oh, bro. Yeah. That's how, For sure. in college, bro, that's how, that's how <laughs> arguments got settled. In my ass <laughs> with Smash Bros. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. So. No, yeah, so I had a, I had a little group of friends. Uh, we, we always got together, you know, we ordered some pizza and we would freaking play Smash Bros. Uh, yes, and, sir. and, you know they were extremely good, bro, and I was not at their level because that like that was their game, you know. So I'm I'm coming in as like just a a regular Smash player, and and they invite me to play, and they're over here doing all this crazy tech, right? Like freaking yeah. air, air slash and <laughs> yeah. whatever it like is, like meta stuff, yeah. And you're just out here trying to. Play. I'm just like, dude, what is going on? And and just like <laughs> I, I had to pick up that controller. I went home, and I'm like, I'm gonna practice this, like. And then next time I came over, I was like, all right, man, like, let's do this. And I can, like, I saw myself evolve. And, um, like, it, it's just like, that's who I am. I, I'm that type of person that I just want to be able to compete. I want to, like, be able to get my rank up. A uh, good example was predecessor. I was able to hit masters. Uh, I came all the way down from, like, plat one, plat two. And I'm like, dude, I'm not a plat player. Like, I, I got to. Show I gotta show everybody. I'm better than this. Yes, I can. I know yeah. I can do it. I can do it. And then like they just kept putting me against all these awesome players, and I'm over here like solo queuing, and I'm going against like Simba and North and Boinks and one team. Yeah. Bro. And I'm like wow. Yeah. And then I freaking lose that game, and I got I lose like minus ten at MMR. I'm like how how you know I'm never gonna make it. <laughs> and I just like slowly just started to find my you know my my special player, which was Rev. And then playing Rev made me get better at the carry lane, and I started picking up like Twin Blast. Uh, and slowly but surely, I got all the way up to Masters. And once I got there, I got to the point where I'm like, okay, like I'm one of those players now. Like I, I was able to get get that far, and I'm proud of myself. But like I said, like, that's who I am. I'm a comp player, and I can't wait for ranked. And that's that's just me, man. <laughs> Same. Yeah, that's awesome. Did uh. So you didn't play Paragon, right? Uh, I I barely played it because whenever the game was out, I was extremely into League of Legends. Like I was addicted to yeah. that game. So yeah, <laughs> tell us, dude, tell us about League because yeah. I, I remember I don't know much about I, League. So yeah, I, I played a played little bit of League, um, probably like season three of League. So like Ooh. years ago. That's when I started um, too. That's funny. So. Dude, give me give me the lowdown on league. I all I remember is I played Warwick and I just ran people down. Uh, but that's that's all. That's literally all I remember. Let's go now. Warwick is actually such a cool uh, champ. Uh, yeah. Dude. So uh, when I was thirteen, man, like uh, I was, I think middle school. My yeah. one of my friends was selling a laptop for extremely cheap, like a hundred bucks. And I was like, I, I gotta get this laptop, man. Like I've never owned any sort of like PC. I got the laptop. I heard a lot of people talk about League in school. Boom, I downloaded it on this laptop, and that was the worst mistake I ever did. <laughs> no, yeah, once I got the game, man, it's hooked me like no other game. Um, I always took breaks in between, but League of Legends has always been there since I was 13. Uh, just, like, first-time MOBA, first-time, like, multiplayer online game like that. Um, <clears throat> so... As the time evolved, as I got older, I was able to understand more things because at first, you know, when you're 13, you kind of just run it down and just 
Yeah, you run yeah. a dash. Yeah. Just, be- <laughs> just getting beat. Yeah. Just yeah. playing for fun, sometimes right? You go twenty and zero, and sometimes you go zero and twenty, and you have no idea. You have why. no idea what the difference is. Yeah, yeah, dude. And once you start to like understand each hero, like what they do, the lanes, the last hitting, the jungle, when to do what, that's whenever the mobile becomes fun. Like that's whenever you start to really figure out who you are in the game because everybody's different, um, and. That's whenever I started playing ranked, and once I got into ranked, that's whenever you know my my comp in me really wanted to evolve and, and get better. Uh, so yeah, League of Legends was definitely a ride. Uh, I I learned every single hero's abilities. Like you can literally mention any of the champs in League of Legends, and I'll tell you what each ability does. Like that's how deep I got into the the game. Let's go. And like I said, like. Playing League of Legends almost all my life. And then I played Paragon whenever Pool invited me. He's like, hey, man, I know you like MOBAs. Like, this is my game. Come try it out. And I tried it out. And I was like, yeah, it's cool and everything. But, you know, League of Legends, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, nah, I, I passed that time now where, you know, League became just, I was like, I played that game too much. Like, I need something new. Uh, and then Predecessor came out and it took my heart. <laughs> out, of, out of curiosity how many hours do you have in league like compared I, to predecessor right now man i wish i could tell you i i don't know where to <laughs> look up that info but i know it's, it's oh because league isn't is it's through their own launch no, league's its own thing yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. i was gonna say yeah, just pull up steam but that just shows how much i know about league so yeah i mean i'm pretty sure there's a place where i can see that but i i, I mean it's got to be something crazy <laughs> Like ten thousand hours, you think? Yeah, like probably most definitely. Really know. <laughs> most definitely somewhere up there, man. Damn. Telling you like hours. ten hours a day, ten ten hours a day yeah. easily in ranked, like nothing. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, yeah. R- real question: Do you think Pred has the potential to steal some league players when it full launches? Assuming it has like all the stuff it needs, right? Like. Like you know, they've talked about doing a separate mastery system. You know, some like free to play currency. You know, you basically let's say everything's taken care of. They you know have a decent amount of champs, right? Uh, they go live, uh, free to play, do crazy marketing to try and get as many people in as they can. You, th- you think it has potential to steal some league players? I think so, man. Like, uh, if you ask me, I think this game can be extremely big. Probably not League of Legends big. Because they're established, uh, but I think it yeah. could become like Smite big, uh, because yeah. they they it, it just has that that classic MOBA feeling, and it, it represents League. Like it, this is why I'm so attracted to predecessors because it's so similar to League. Um, like Baron Nasher is the Orb Prime, and and the Dragon is like Fangtooth. They got they got the red buff, the blue buff, like everything is exactly the same, other than like the river buffs and like the side buffs. Um, but other than that, it, it replicates league, so it feels like league is a top down uh, MOBA, and and predecessor is is a first person, third person, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah. so it feels like <clears throat> like you're playing the league hero, like it's this is what's fun about predecessor it, instead of you. Uh, playing as the character you're playing like in the character's body and that's what feels so cool it's like man like i I, I love it man (laughs) so yes 
Yeah, because I feel like I go into streams a lot of times. And, like, because I'll say that. Because I agree with you. I think Predecessor is, like, the next evolution in MOBAs, in my opinion. Like, and people are like, nah, I don't think anyone from League leaves. And I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, I think a small, like, I mean, it'll be a, a good number. But because of how many people play League. I think it would be like a you know like a small a, percentage. A small percentage. Yeah, gotcha. I agree um, with that. I think it'd be a very small portion of league. Yeah. Another like, thing I say because it is, too, is there's I, a couple things I like think, it's yeah. very different. It's a very yeah. And the, the I guess the problem with it is, do you go do the new game, or do you keep playing the game that you are like good at, comfortable with? I think comfortable is the is the big thing, but. For sure. But yeah, dude, I, I still another, think a small percentage is still a large number uh, is, yeah, yeah. for a new player base. I do think once Pred goes live, though, I think it's easier for somebody to pick up Pred as a MOBA than it is for somebody to pick up League as a MOBA, in my 1, opinion. 1,000%. Like, I, I, I think it's just more fun, like like you said, to play that third-person style, in my opinion. And it's yeah. like, it's almost like a shooter mixed with like a MOBA, mixed with like a you know, like an MMO, right? If you're playing like a, a melee character, where like League is like, dude, I, how many mouse, how many mouses did you wear out playing League, where you're just clicking around all the time? You know what I'm saying? You like, tell me, man. Like I, 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 <laughs> I tried, I tried so, Dota, brother. I tried Dota oh, just gosh. because of the, I mean, the, it was like in, in hand in hand, and yeah. I, I'm thinking like I'm a fucking nerd for playing League. And I went to Dota, and Dota is so complicated. It's even more complicated. And I'm like, no, I can't. I can't do this. <clears throat> so, yeah, that, that's that's the cool thing about predecessor. It's so simple. Uh, you, you can compare it even to Fortnite. Like you, you hop in, you you you, you know, like you just gotta learn like little things. But once you get that down, then you understand the game. Mm-hmm. And, and, For sure. And so that's that's a very very positive thing. Yeah, dude. I think I think uh, you kind of touched on it too. Baseball, like comp scene, because I know sure. Smite did like a million dollar tournament. The yeah, a million the dollar million? tournament. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the first, yeah, they basically it was like open to everyone, and they did like uh, it, it was like basically a massive like world worldwide tourney, and then like the top eight teams basically went to the first. It was like season zero worlds. Mm. And uh, they, yeah, it was and it was g- gigantic, like le- legit. Five players won a million dollars combined. You know, what I'm saying wow. that, and then that like kind of spurred the whole uh, um, like pro scene. So, so I I never played Smite. Like I tried, I maybe played mm-hmm. like uh a handful of games, and I couldn't get into yeah. it. What what made I don't know if you guys I mean I know baseball did but what 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 does might have that really attracted you like gameplay wise? Yeah, I would say, uh, I mean obviously other than predecessor, it is still third person, but it's it's still a little bit more locked than like pred and paragon were like there there is a, a z axis but not really like you can jump over walls mm. but like. You, there was no like, oh, like I'm on a hill, and you have to look up to you know auto oh, right. Okay, okay, it was all like a level playing field. They did have walls that certain characters could jump over, like you could flash over, right? Mm. 
Um, uh, really, the <laughs> a big thing for me, dude. I, I'm a big like uh, like uh, mythology nerd, and always have been. Hey. And uh, so it was like a combination of I love mobas, and uh, then all of a sudden I was like, oh, these are like all characters that I like know <laughs> too yeah. because the Norse god. Yeah, yeah, I'm playing. I'm literally playing as Thor right now, right? Like, and you know, he, their kits are very. They try and keep their kits similar to like the mythology as well. And so, like, he had the whole lightning and thunder thing going. Like, uh, who's another character that uh, Zeus, right? Like, Poseidon. he, yeah, he he threw like lightning bolts as his auto. Um, he, yeah, Poseidon, literally his ultimate, he, it was a big AOE circle where like a Kraken came out of the ground and knocked people up and did a shit ton of damage, right? Like, um, it, it's definitely different. Like last hitting isn't as big of a deal in Smite. It does give you a little bit more gold, but it's like two more gold per minion. So it's like, it's really not that big of a deal. Um, I don't know. I, like I said, it really, for me, it was just the pro scene, um, and I got really into the pro scene, which made me want to keep playing the game, if that makes sense, and just get better. Because I'm very competitive, too. And so, like, I was like, oh, Smite is the closest thing to Paragon that I can kind of play. <laughs> and uh, then I was like, damn, now I want to play against the best players as 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 much as possible. So Yeah, no, that's cool, man. I, I always wondered yeah. why, why Smite was as big as it was. I, I never saw the yeah. appeal from my perspective but there's a lot of players yeah. out there that fucking love the game so much and i was just like like why why is this game so popular but for it's sure super cool it, and i think another another thing too is that it is on console and so like league is kind of hard to do on console right with the top down and like the clicking um but smite it, like again it's it's where it's third person right you put the abilities on your controller and then you run around like any other video game yeah. right yeah and so, kind of how Pred Pred is gonna is on PlayStation, right? The the beta's officially going on, and it they're eventually gonna come to Xbox too. Um, it it's a lot easier in a third person game to be on console than you know League. So true, true. Yeah, League League, yeah. League would be extremely hard to run on the console. <laughs> Imagine, yeah, trying to like move your joystick yeah. just to the right spot to try and dodge abilities <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, bro, that'd be insane. Um, so I had another question for you guys. Um, well, I mean, for baseball, I don't, did Danger, did you play Smite? Yeah, Danger. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. So for you, then Salsa, you did not correct. I have not. I've only played Paragon and like three games of Dota, and that's all my entire mobile knowledge. So damn, that's nice. pretty. You're 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 actually really good at. Uh, yeah, I, who would have thought, right? Salsa. Yeah, that's awesome. Because yeah, <laughs> mostly, like the great players are people that have some sort of past with MOBAs. So it's, mm, it's actually sure. cool that Salsa is a very amazing player. Um, he's just a gamer, he's just a gamer. He's just a, I mean, so, I feel like, to be honest, I feel like it's like my mechanics are what is good. It's definitely not like traditional MOBA knowledge that is good because I still don't know how to properly freeze a wave. You know, like, <laughs> like I know kind of how to do it, but like also I don't know exactly what I'm doing that's making it go correctly. You know, so I feel like it's just a lot of like mechanics are carrying me. But even so, sometimes I feel like I'm shit. I don't know. Man. There's the mobile I knowledge. I appreciate man. the kind words though. <laughs> hey, it'll come, bro. You just it's I, just na- it's just too natural for salsa. That's all. That's, that's all. It's, nice. it's too natural. Blood, apparently, yeah. 
and uh, <laughs> just keep at it, man, and you'll definitely start understanding things as as Pretty you sure. go. But um, first for you, Smite players, um, <clears throat> what uh, when it comes to like everything in general, like how you buy heroes and and like what kind of game modes they have, like what do you think from Smite they should bring to predecessor that is actually really uh, nice over there? Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, <laughs> a, just a, a a chill game mode that's like 10, 15 minutes max. Nice. So, like, Smite has Arena. And, I mean, they have a bunch of game modes, to be fair. They have Arena. They have, like, a two-lane that's a 5v5 as well. Ooh. That's, like, again, it's literally I played it into that game mode. I played against five pros before, and I played in that game mode and played against, you know, players that are, like, bronze. You know what I'm saying? So, the matchmaking is not, like, the best in those game modes. Nice. But, um Really, if I could pick, like, one thing, it'd be, like, a, an arena-style mode. Most of those games last 10 to 15 minutes. Um, there are, like, mechanics to make it so it's not as it's not snowball-y at all. Like, if you're if you're really dominating um, and you die, like, if your team is really dominating and you die, your team's death timers are, like, a minute and a half at, like, you know, eight, <laughs> at, like, eight minutes. So they, the enemy team has, like... A, a really good chance of catching up and make keeping it kind of close it's really hard to snowball that game mode um and then there's like increased gold uh in that game mode so basically every single game uh you get max build no matter what character you're playing um and then again dude it's like where it's only 10 15 minutes right you just kind of queue it and if you go Owen 21 game like you're just as likely to go 20 and 0 the next game and so it, sometimes like I, you know, I am a competitive person, and I do love it, especially when I'm in the mood for it. Q and N, and like seeing like, oh, dude, I'm the lowest MMR in this lobby. Like I'm trying to prove something and prove like, dang, I, you know, I, I belong here. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, but there are some times where I'm just like, you know, it'd be nice to just turn my brain off and play like Rampage, and I am never gonna press my S key ever. I'm just gonna run in there, and if I get kills, I get kills, and if I die, I die. And then ten minutes later, the game's gonna be over, and we're gonna go again. You know, nice. So, um, I think game I think modes. that honestly would increase the player base too, because right now, obviously, there's the one game mode, and you know, if you have a really bad lane or something like that, you could potentially lose the game for your entire team and get flamed, etc. Um, but in like, real like like I said, dude, in the arena game mode and smite, like. You could go zero and twenty and and like have the worst build, and really no one cares. Like they're just all kind of like in it to mess around and have a good time. So nice, nice. What about you, Danger? What do you think? Uh, yeah, I mean that's that's what I said. More more game modes. Um, honestly, just things that they've like they've kind of already touched on. A ranked mode definitely helps um, the people that want that. Um, and then yeah, like a casual game mode uh, for sure, but just more game modes like 3v3 mode uh duels 1v1s um and then yeah dude arena is sick like i you i feel like mechanically i learned smite through arena like i got used yeah. to the controls and stuff playing that i took that over to and, like, and, it, and it's a great spot where like a new hero comes out right and you can like try builds because you're gonna make it to full build every single game right like you can if you're uncomfortable in a role right like Yes, you might not learn how to lane, but like you can learn kind of how to team fight in that role by playing, you know, those shorter game modes, etc. Um, 
you know, e- even though it's not the main game mode, like it'll still help your game. And then, uh, you know, you don't have to sweat as hard in, in said game mode. You can just kind of chill. And it's especially like if you're a streamer or something, like you can just hang with chat, not have to focus on every single last hit, right? Or, you know, making sure I'm making the right rotation if I'm playing jungle or hitting all my buttons perfectly. So nice i love i love that you both guys uh, said the same thing so yeah i think it's a it's a close case here we just need a couple more game modes you know something for the sweaty people and something yes, for sir. the more of the wind down type of players i feel like that yeah would immediately wind up or wind down yeah, for sure. yeah. all right cool cool that's good to know <laughs> yeah um all right are we we ready to get into the patch? Let's get into it, dude. Yeah. Really, what do you guys? How do you guys? I mean, this patch was gigantic. I feel like we could juicy. We'll talk about this patch for a few weeks for sure. Um, the amount of stuff. So we got Iggy. We got new items. Um, they implemented a new matchmaking. Um, what do you? I mean, yeah. how's how's it been going? Hey, you guys got to play a bunch this week, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Let's talk. Let's talk Iggy first. Yeah, how, how do Iggy you guys? Yeah, how do you guys feel about Iggy? I think he's in a weird spot right now, in my opinion. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you, when you, at least me, when I hear Iggy, I'm thinking of like, run away, like you're in danger, because uh, I, I have the pre- the Paragon Iggy in my head, and he was just a night, he was just <laughs> yeah. a nightmare to deal with, and then I seen him in this game, it's like, oh, it's Iggy, you know, like hey. He might yeah. do. He might brush you down, but he might not. <laughs> so yeah, I, I feel like I'm not particularly scared if I see him in my game. Honestly, it's kind of how I feel. Yeah, so he, I definitely so. don't fear it as much as like if there's a Belica mid lane. Like, yeah, like, for sure. Like right? When I I I haven't played Iggy yet, so it's just kind of been like what I've played into. But when I play him into like mid lane, it's very rare that I'm like super concerned about it um like i've gone yeah. into some good players like no perk and stuff who've given me a hard time but i think it's just me not shifting my play style to be like i'm never shoving this guy into his tower because he's got three turrets autoing and he's got his q and his right his right mouse button which can be thrown a quarter fucking mile that, yes, that ability can actually map. be fucking kobe so far <laughs> and yeah so it's like i think i don't shift my play style enough but even so like in a team fight unless he's free casting he really isn't a problem like i yeah compare it to like a bellica or a Faye. for sure it's kind of like you can take him out but you can also just like walk away from where he set down his turrets and then he's yeah, like got exactly. his regular abilities and he doesn't do as much yeah um, absolutely i think the things he does well so i i think he he shoves towers and waves super well his flame turret hits the towers yeah which is silly in my opinion i don't know if that should be a mechanic but currently it's a mechanic and so like you know if if your mid lane rotates right and you call missing etc your team backs off the mid lane tries to gank it's a failed gank whatever nothing really happens like there's literally potential that on that one rotation as long as it's not within like the first you know seven minutes or whatever and you have at least some magical power like you might just be able to take the mid tower just from that one rotation which is kind of nuts yeah and then, you know, if you can get mid T1 tower and, like, T2 tower pretty early, that is so much pressure off the map and potentially invade jungle. Like, there are definitely some things that he does well, but, like, 
like kind of solves what you're saying like team fighting is not in my opinion like his best like attribute and i feel like we're kind of in a team fight meta so it's like like would i ever pick him i'm not sure it like in a comp game but i mean i'm sure somebody's gonna make him work yeah. right <laughs> so i i played him i played him just one game and uh-huh. The one thing I got from it is that um, <clears throat> you you're gonna have mana problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for so, sure. And it's also awkward to throw his Molotov. I'm pretty sure you can get used to it and start aiming it correctly. But for me, yeah. it was so hard to land it at first. I'm like, how do you throw this thing? So it's <laughs> yeah, one of my first yeah. impressions of Iggy. <laughs> yeah, and again, I think obviously, like I think there's a, a spot for him in in the game. Like I think. You know, the turrets don't seem too super OP, and that's one of the things I was scared about, right? Like, if his turrets were OP, it's like he could just throw down two or three of them and just all in you and kill you. Um, yeah, it's like we said last week. He's a, he's not a turret yeah. character. He's a character with turrets. With a turret, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, he seems pretty good at shoving. He seems, honestly, pretty decent at defense, too, right? Like, if, if you're, like, trying oh, yeah. to hold I your mean, It's like a gadget. Or... It's like shoving into a yeah. gadget. You just have to, like, go the other way. Yeah, yeah, basically. And he's got decent. So, like, he's not bad. He's definitely not yeah, bad. I absolutely. think they released him balanced. He's not OP. Uh, I know a lot of, quite a few people who have said otherwise, but like, his damage isn't absurd. It's kind of just like more damage over time. And I know a lot of people were saying, yeah, that, like, it's yeah, it's more like poke damage than yeah. it is. I'm gonna literally hundred to zero you. Yeah, like, like a bell. A lot of people. I feel like oh, I, I saw people were saying that his like damage is low, and I just I just don't think they understand like how he's supposed to play. Like, you're not yeah. going to, like, Bellica 3 combo and ADC. Like, it'll take three Molotovs and, like, some turret and maybe a Q. Like, it yeah, it takes less, but you're throwing it out so much more, and you're so safe behind your slows with your movement speed. Uh, especially if you're building, like, the orb tank Iggy. It seems like a lot of people are doing, like, bruiser Iggy, and it seems to do... Yeah, like, health, health power. Yeah, yeah like exactly. Like, Finder and World Breaker. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, I th- he's like you said, he's definitely got a place, and I think they... Uh, introduced him and put him in very well. I just I don't think he's mm. anything special. For sure, and that's that's good. Honestly, hoping that he would come a little busted. Come yeah, out they, little... they have yet to release like a hero <laughs> part from Countess that was like mega yeah, busted. Countess and like release Crunch and release Steel I think, or like uh, yeah, I about think as busted, busted as you can get. Yeah. yeah. Whenever <laughs> but yeah, years? honestly, I was. I, and I'm glad he's kind of in this spot because I, you know, I played. We played some Paragon, and uh, dude, Iggy had some times where he was just, yeah, the the problem, for sure. It was not fun. And so, I think we leave Iggy alone and just let him chill in the spot he's at, and yeah, people will get good with him, right? I have a feeling that he might might get a little bit. Well, Windu's already got the skin, apparently. Yeah, dude, I literally saw that. I still haven't unlocked Iggy yet. First level seven in the world. Three quarters of the way from four uh, four or five. So I have like two more games. I unlocked him. And yeah, Windu has his master. I'm I'm level four on him. I'm just not even going to pay for it. Like I paid for Wraith because I wanted to try him. And I'm just not going to do it this time. This is what I I say. Since I play League for so long, whenever they release a new hero, you know the character's busted. Whenever everybody's fighting to pick him, nobody's fighting to pick Iggy. <laughs> yeah, everybody's like, yeah, you can have it. You want to have him? That's cool, you know. But like, as soon as a hero's busted, people are fighting to play him. Yeah, that's true. 
And that is definitely not the case with, uh, with Iggy from the games I've been in. He seems to CS yeah. extremely well. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Like, like compared to like when Zerus released, like I feel like, like if you wanted to play, Iggy, you could play Iggy pretty much any game. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It feel, never felt like anybody was like fight, like, like fucking clicking the, the lock in button, spamming it, trying to beat another person. Like I just don't think yeah. I ever saw that compared to other releases. For sure. All right. So you might get a buff. Um, we'll see. Yeah. Like, it is that weird thing. You don't want him to be broken, Iggy, because that is a problem. But mm-hmm. um, I think that's maybe something else. Uh, I don't know. Maybe a different game mode. He'll be like an OP character, you know? Yeah. And like duel, maybe? Yeah, bro. Like, how are you ever supposed to, like, if it's like a 1v1? Like, he might be nuts in duel, in like a duel scenario, right? Like, one of the best mages. Yeah. You just throw your turrets down and get stasis, and uh, if they try and fight you, right? Like, yeah, you just <laughs> shred them, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, all right. Uh, we kind of touched on it with him, the new items. Uh, what have you guys tried? What do you think about the new the new set of items we got? I've got, I got two things. First of all. Yeah, go for it. Mid lane has not changed a single piece at all. I don't think, like... I think the orb item is cool. I think it's good on Shinbi. I think it's good on Iggy. Uh, maybe gadget, but I don't think. I think I think you just stick with all of the regular items, which is unfortunate because I was really hoping that some of these items would like have more It'd of an impact. Yeah. yeah. But literally every It'd game I've built Mega Cosm Wraith leggings. Um, like you just you you sacrifice so much damage going from the orb, and especially like I guess it's I don't play gadget which is one note so it might be that like it's good on gadget and i just haven't tried it yet but i, just... I do think yeah. orb i think that item is better built later like we talked about it in in like kind of speculation yeah in uh the last episode i think orb third is is like kind of its spot it's more of a power spike yeah because it really like 2900 for the stats you get it's not great the orb of growth but once you get it leveled up, you're probably around level 16, like 15, 16 when you get it leveled up. And, you know, you're so you're getting 30 additional magical power, uh, you know, 150 health on top of its stats, 300 mana and, you know, 15 ability haste. So like 85 power, you know, 400 health, 500 mana and 20 ability haste for 2900. Like, yes, please. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and then, of course, the casting ability restores four percent missing health every three yeah. seconds. Like, See, like you said, on Shinbi, on Sev, like, kind of an off lane role. Like, I feel like that item is disgusting, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I just, I man, I like, did play. I, I, I look at it in mid lane, and I think at like twenty nine hundred. Uh, like, if you look at items that are similar, like, isn't time warp pretty similar to that? Uh, it's yeah, three hundred more for. Yeah. for oh, okay, time warp. okay. You get, I just, yeah. I just like it late game. Like if I'm buying an item like third or fourth, I want the stats immediately, not in ten minutes. You know. Yeah. Like for I, sure. I look at it and I'm like, I'm buying time warp because I want the cooldown and I need the mana. Or I'm buying yeah, Oblivion yeah. Crown. Obviously, Oblivion Crown is seven hundred more gold, but still, like it's, like I'm buying these items for the team fight that's coming. I don't want to buy an item for a team fight that's ten minutes in the future. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely understand that. I do think, like, like so for me, right, as a mid laner, 
I'm not as confident in my laning phase, but I am confident in being able to CS. Yeah. So, like, I do think there is still a, a late game build out there where it's like, hey, I am literally going to, like, last hit and if and not rotate and try my best to, like, just, you know, be a, a problem at 30 minutes. And so, yeah, I played a gadget game and did, like, 38k damage in, like, a 30-minute game. But, like, I did a Zercor um spirit of a mirror orb orb of growth and the game was over in like 30 minutes so and i, I had megacosm too i had megacosm as well so so the thing with orb of enlightenment um mm-hmm. my take is that i really enjoy that they're adding some type of evolution item i think that's really yes. really cool because it gives potential for future items to also have some type of evolution um, but with the item itself, it, it's um, it, there's just not much for it to offer you instantly. But I I, mm. I do think that it is a very good item to have in the store. I think it, it's a, yes. it's a it's a nice option, and this goes for all the items that they've added. They might not be like the item that took over your main build, but there are items that give you options to you know add a little bit of flair to your build. Uh, since I'm a carry main, I've been messing a little bit with the uh, what's the what's that item called that gives you the extra uh, projectiles? The Anixian quiver. Yeah, yeah. So the quiver. So I've I've got myself to build that item a couple times, and I think it's pretty good. I think it's fun. It's not too op. Um, and yeah. It's just it gives that flair to your build. Like like I normally go vanquisher, demolisher. You know the the regular good items yeah that, big crits yes and then yeah, you add a, and then you add the quiver to your build and then it gives it that little bit of extra flair it might not be like oh my first item is going to be quiver right it's more like all these items kind of like just took like one of those slots away and now it gives you this uh cool ability you know like you might go invisible or you, you might do this you might do that and i think that these items are really meant for just taking that extra slot and giving you more of a fun build than just like a you know basic five item build yeah for I, sure. I agree with that yeah. like having unique items like that just to spice up your stuff like i've been experimenting with the the, the mask of amir or is that what it's called mask oh, yeah, yeah the spirit spirit, spirit, of, amir. spirit of amir yeah I just, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that the yeah, items are in any way OP, but it, it, I, like, built it last a few times just for fun. I'm like, let's get some movement speed. Like, it's not yeah. terrible, but it's just, it's still, is definitely, like, pretty much all the items seem like they're outshined by just other stuff, but there for are sure. a few exceptions for See, sure. I will say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bone Seeker on Grux. Oh, yeah, that's, that's. Oh, yeah, that's... I, I'll, there are definitely some ones that are really good. We'll get, we'll get to the ones. I think Spirit of Amir, I did play a Countess Jungle game and went Spirit of Amir first. Um, there were a couple team fights that I got out like one HP. Uh, I went and cleared a camp and was back up to like three quarters. So I, I do think that item and like as a jungle mage item is super sick. Um, and then again, it does give you some, some mana sustain too. So even if you're like playing a low pressure character into a high pressure character in mid, it might be a good look as like a first item for the mana sustain. Um, again, you won't be doing as much power as Megacosm, but, um, right, you get 2% of your missing mana for each enemy unit you kill, so as long as you're last hitting, you know, you're getting potentially, what, 12% of your missing mana back every single time, every wave. Um, 
what else? Oh, I was talking to Exclusive. I was in his chat talking about the Nixian Quiver because Loki, dude. I when I first read this item, I thought it was just a meme item. I'm like, there's no way that this item is good, and the like the spread of the multi shot really isn't as big as I thought it was going to be. And so we're me and Exclusive were kind of talking. He's like, yeah, if they have like two or three big bodies, so let's say like a Rampage Sev and like a Richter support, like this item is actually really good. Because it allows you to do even more damage, yeah. Um, like it and add sky splitter on there. I, b- I believe it does uh, have uh, it, your multi shots have uh, item effects as well. Yeah, and so like you actually, if it's like a triple tank, it, it's honestly like that item might be meta in your build, right? As an ADC, yeah, um, something to consider, especially because they're going to be all in, like the tanks are going to be running at you, right? So you might as well yes, exactly get a get a shotgun so that, instead of a sniper, you know? Yeah, that was kind of like I because I never consider I, I just figured oh it's it's going to be at such an angle that you're never going to be able to hit three shots on the same target. Um, yeah. but yeah, it. Uh, so he, he so is it similar like, to like Sparrow sense. Ultimate then? That... Yeah, it's it's honestly even a little bit more narrow. Like if oh, it's, yeah. I would say if, if they're like halfway to you, you're hitting them with all three if they're a big body. Interesting. Halfway between like your auto range and, and uh, you. Well, one thing, pretty easy. One thing about quivers is, is the uh, the objective, the objective. To yeah, over too. Maybe. For sure, you're hitting Clear, multiple yeah. times. You're shredding taking the prime too, yeah. and the and the feint too. Like you 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 do crazy amounts of damage if you're just straight up like in front of their face and you can land all of them it's it's a it's it's an amazing objective takeover for sure for sure um i guess what about the good items what's your favorite new item okay dude for i guess is this technically it's not a new item bro i I i'll say the reworked elafrost is one of the most busted items i've i've seen uh it gives tanks uh, a spell blade basically so after using ability your next basic attack within four seconds deals 25 plus uh it does have a little physical scaling but also 4.5 percent bonus health scaling um and dude i played the first game i played on the patch was steel and i built like fire blossom elafrost and i did like 38k as a full tank steel with with this item and, and fire blossom basically wow. i have yet to build so, this uh, item but i i've heard really good things for sure it is really good really good item yeah bone bone which one's the one that looks like a ne- necklace is it bone seeker yeah that's yeah, bone yeah, seeker. Bone that's seeker the crux item yeah i think that is the number one new item that definitely makes yeah. like the biggest impact in it's definitely like the best one for sure yeah like you can um, you can replace like, that with one of your main items yeah. i mean I've, I've seen lots of people like cooking with lots of these items like we look at like giant's ring like there's that clip of fucking uh soul reaper ulting saphir's vantling with giant's ring and just completely blocking a corridor with his body and uh uh like she was playing with survivor and survivors like blocked in with him it was a really funny clip to catch but like um, one item that I haven't seen a lot of people talk about, which I've surprisingly played a few games with Lake this week, last couple of days, because uh, he's been playing Wraith all the time, and Envy on Wraith seems freaking insane, man. Obviously, it is Lakeinator, which might be is like, it's he might just be skill diffing, but like we can have him down like one five, and he still comes back at the end of the game and is like twenty six and five or something like that. 
like the guaranteed crit on envy is seems nuts to me i don't know maybe maybe it's just like my non-moba brain but just seeing that is kind of kind of nuts what do you guys think have you guys seen anything with envy uh, I know Denim was talking to me about it, but I haven't had no success on Envy, unfortunately, so I can't speak too much mm -hmm. about it. Danger, have you have you seen anything? I used it on a on Fingmal Jungle. Yeah. And um, or I was going to use it rather. Did we? I was farming fine, but we were losing every single lane. Oh, so you didn't really get a proper chance to like try it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it just seems like it's like the perfect item for wraith like it like obviously yeah, you're going invis that, you you get a, a guaranteed crit strike and then your critical strike off of your right mouse button uh empowers your abilities aka like if you're gonna like go invis you q uh or you you auto attack or whatever like just dealing the bonus damage affects your second right mouse button as well so you can like boom crit q boom kind of thing uh, that might be the wrong order but you guys get what I'm saying. It just seems like it's like that passive is kind of crazy. Like obviously it only has 40 physical power and six physical penetration, which isn't fantastic, but like it just seems so crazy. Um, yeah, yeah. I uh, I tried it on Fang Mao and had a pretty good game with Fang Mao, but I don't think it was like the make or break item. Um, yeah. It it was really good. I like I basically with with his uh passive like could crit for like over a thousand. Oh my god! On the passive auto, um, but I feel like the items were good either way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like I like all the items. I think they're all good. Like I I played a a Narbash game, which we baseball will mention later. Uh, I played with Windcaller, so I did um. Oh, what did I go? I went Crystal Tear. I went, uh, I think I went Tainted. Oh yeah, sorry, Crystal Tear, Tainted Totem, and then Wind Color, and then I built Leaf Song as my uh, movement speed thing, and I was with a Murdoch. Dude, at one point in the game, he eed, I queued, was healing him and Leaf Song, and that guy had to be running faster than Usain Bolt. Like that was insane how fast my Murdoch was sprinting down the lane. <laughs> it was, it was so funny. Like. I just, I, I love these items that are, like, super niche because I think the game definitely needed them because it's just another thing that you can add. Like, Frosted Lure is another, like, fun one that I saw. I was like, man, this item seems like it's going to be really good. Hasn't seen a lot of play, but there's a few people who do build it, and it's like, you see them make plays with it, right? Like, it just seems, it's, it, they're, they're just fun. They're fun items, right? Like, Bone Seeker. Yeah, I was ask if you guys saw anybody use uh, Echelon Cloak. Uh, I played into a Feng Mao who built Echelon Cloak, and I was scared as the mid laner. I was, like, walking around scared I was just going to get, like, hamstringed out of nowhere because I was going to walk into his invis ring or whatever like that. Yeah. It didn't happen, but I was still, like, wary. I, I saw it, and I'm like, i got to be careful of this guy, you know? Yeah, yeah no, I saw Echelon. I think I was watching Survivor's stream uh, on patch day, and he ended up building the cloak on Kalari. And he was just like, watch this, watch this. And then he, he just went invis and just got all his health back. It was crazy. I was like, damn. Oh, yeah. So I think I, like, think I uh, watched Pinzo do a Grux game as well. He was like, surprise Grux kind of thing. <laughs> it's kind of funny. <laughs> surprise. Out of nowhere, ults on top of you. Yeah, no, but yeah, and then overall, the items, I truly believe that 
we needed them and they are just you know added because it's it's it was needed in the game to have some sort of fun and diversity but they're, they're by no means like main items if that makes sense yeah yeah, yeah definitely there are a couple like kind of... a couple Sorry. winners and a lot of them are just situational yes i yeah. say like two of, or, two of them are definitely like must builds and then the other ones are like how can i fit this into this build for sure yeah what about uh for re reworks for you guys like i know like uh stormbreaker got reworked they removed the passive that turned your crit into power it was power right or was it just damage and they turn it into this like stacking adc item uh, that killing an enemy unit increases the damage by chain zap, aka the thing that happens every fourth auto, um, by one, up to a maximum of 200. So you could potentially be doing 200 extra damage per chain zap, so every fourth auto. So, like, I've played a few TV games, and I know that, obviously, this item's really good because you're shooting twice as much. Um, so you get the chain zaps very often. And it seems like this item seems really good. Kev, have you, uh, like, experienced anything with this? Yes, I've dabbled a little bit into the storm, the, the new Stormbreaker uh, update, and I think that it's definitely a better item overall. Um, it's yeah. not as strong at the beginning, but once you start getting it stacked up, once you get it to to like mid game, that's when it really starts to shine. Just just like oh, yeah. Mind Razor, so I think it's cool that that I think stacking items in general are just awesome to have because it, it gives you something to work towards too it's like oh, i just built it and that's it i think uh stacking items are more fun overall yeah for sure so. what about um like I, I don't think mind razor got changed this patch but i know that like the tv build was like mind razor start and then you build into like a lot of like pen items and stuff like that like do you think that this is now just the norm like it seems like at least for me it's the norm because i don't i never really knew what the other build was but um, like between the Stormbreaker mind razor, like what's your preference? I guess, Kev. I, I guess it, it just all comes down to your play style, because the thing with TB, he's so diverse that you can really make him into whatever you want him to. Do you want to you want to make him like an attack speed killer, or do you want to make him into an ability uh, destroyer, or do you just want to yeah. make him into like an overall like half and half? But that, that's the, the my special build with TB has to include Mind Razor because I love to use abilities, and if you don't build the, the Chalice at least, then you will be running out of mana very quickly. And yeah. um, Mind Razor is just a must, at least on TB, because uh, you don't really see him like other carries building um, Mind Razor too much. It's really like a niche um, a, a item for TB. Because he just he's able to spam his moves and and his moves really work well with the uh, AOE. So yeah, uh, yeah, it, it's definitely uh, a mind razor must for me at least on TB. For sure. Yeah, dude. TB. Uh, well, let's see. What was the item? Uh, Stormbreaker. I played it on Kira, and Kira's clear like feels good because of this item. Yeah, because that's normally her better. weakness, right? like her clear because yeah. she has no actual clearing abilities yeah the clear honestly like felt better with that item and then on tb it's got to be just really really good um, what do you think danger it, about like mid lane items like i know they changed megacosm like for me it doesn't feel like it's changed at uh, all 
Yeah, it's still just Mega Cosmic. <laughs> it's still like. just it's still just the same thing that you build. What was yeah. the big change on Mega Cosm? Uh, they just nerfed it a bit. They gave it a slap on the wrist, basically. Yeah. Uh, what is it? That burn uh... percent decreased from one point three three to one, and then the percent instant has been decreased from point zero five to point zero four. So it's like very like barely More. noticeable changes. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, it's... tenth of second. It's not truly a nervous. It's more like yeah. it, let's let's kind of even it out a little bit because Iggy's coming out. <laughs> yeah, it's like people are con- are saying there's a problem with this, um, so we're we're gonna do something Make without numbers look good. being anything crazy. Yeah, yeah. I has mean, anyone? Sorry, has anyone? I seen do. Any... I'll, I'll let you finish. Go, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was gonna change the subject to another item. So you, you go ahead. You're gonna, you finish your spiel. Um, I feel Megacosm is still that item that you that you really don't even need to know what it does. You just know Megacosm is what you build. Yeah, big so, damage. Yeah, I, I would. I wish one of the new items had, or they'd reworked an item to make it where it's like, oh, this contends with that. Or like just buff combustion. Like combustion isn't bad, but Megacosm's just OP, man. So like you either bring Megacosm in line. Like, I, like combustion is not like you build it and you're a throwing item, but it's just like why would you do that if you can just get way more damage on a Megacosm? It just feels, it's kind of sad because I used to love combustion. Like seeing that like burst effect, like the fire effect on the ground and feeling the burst of damage every time you do like, very yeah. poke style is, is kind of kind of insane. I, um, I I think it's just uh, when it comes to combustion and megacosm. I know megacosm takes the crown, but also it just depends on your play style. I think combustion oh yeah, for sure. does also <clears throat> can be a first item if you really know how to use it. Because a lot of people just spam their moves and they don't, you know, they might spe- uh, end up using the combustion proc on minions or something like that. But if you really, really just pay attention to the timer and can really land your abilities on the enemy, like on proc, then combustion can uh, maybe even be better than Megacosm in some cases. Uh, like I think oh, yeah, for, for, sure. for Gideon, yeah, for Gideon especially, I'm thinking uh, combustion, if you use it properly, I think that item sometimes is stronger on Gideon. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, like I feel like any hero, like Bellica... Gadget could be good. Maybe not Gadget because they're kind of stacking for late game, but Bellica for sure. Um, I just, yeah, I agree. Like, as long if you're good at hitting your your combustion proc, you could definitely probably outplay someone who has Megacosm pretty easily. Yes. Um, yeah, just yeah. keeping track of your item your item timers. And for those who don't know, obviously it has a timer in the bottom right. When your item procs, you have like a I can't remember what the time countdown timer on. Um, combustion is but i'm gonna say it's like 10 seconds so you have like a, it'll show a 10 second it'll count down until your next proc so you're you, i mean just hit your abilities on the hero when your combustion is doesn't have a timer on it and you're kind of good to go yeah this is how i put it megacosm if you don't want to think about it and combustion if you really want to you know put yourself to the test and try to land everything on time then you will be rewarded but if you do, if you just want to have one of those games where you just want to let the item do the work for you, then definitely build Mega Cosmo. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> have, uh... Yeah, the procs on it are pretty nuts. I know baseball brought up uh, Ella Frost. Um, yeah. 
what do you did you guys see anything with that? I know baseball had like a nutty game with it. I have not. Uh, to be honest. I I've, I've seen zero from this item. I, I I do wonder what uh, baseball uh, was bringing up on that because uh, I I have seen some people build it, but I, it, it's just I don't know what there is to offer with the new with the new stuff on it. Have you seen anything yeah. danger? Uh, no, I mean, it, I've just, I've talked with baseball about it. It's just that frost blade, um, just doing Passive. that much like bonus. Yeah. Well, well, extra bonus damage. What was the, the big change? Um, I, I didn't build Ella frost before the rework, but what was Ella frost, uh, first ability? And then what did it turn into? So I can, I can uh, read it out if you want. I've got the, the yeah. uh, things pulled up. So I think Ella frost just no one ever built ever. So yeah, it was like they, it was like stacking autos, and after he hit like eight autos in a row, it did a root. That was what it was. Uh, and now what it is is after using ability, your next basic attack within four seconds deals 25 plus 35 percent total physical power plus 4.5 percent bonus health, bonus magical damage on hit around the target, and slows by 20 percent uh, for 0.5 to 1.5 second. And then, uh, so that's the Frostblade passive, and then triggering that passive restores 5% missing mana. Um, and then, yeah, see, you kind of get mana back, and it's kind of like a run, a, a better rundown item, it seems like, so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm just thinking, too, right? Like, you, on Steel, for instance, you Shield Slap, which has a health scaling uh, percentage of damage added to it. And then you auto with this, and it's like, I could definitely see like the weaving being strong on that. It gives prods, it gives a good amount of health, and it gives ability haste. So, um, yeah, that I mean, I definitely, I can definitely see why that that item is strong yeah. in baseball's opinion. Honestly, I, I I thought the old Ella Frost had pretty like good like good ability and st I don't know about stats, but I think that ability was pretty nice but i never built it myself i just in, in on paper it sounds good i just don't know like why it did why it failed as an item yeah no. i think eight attacks to like eight autos to get an effect gotcha. is to, like a very it might not have characters. been exactly out eight like i can be honest i kind of pulled that number out of my out of my butt so uh, but it was like it was like you you hit X number of autos and it and it gave a root yeah. basically yeah. And that sounds good, right? Like that sounds good. This 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 is why like it's such a mystery to me that the item didn't succeed, or why it was yeah. you know frowned upon. Did they do any other big reworks? Uh, Magnify got a rework, but I have not seen anything about yeah, Magnify I because nobody haven't seen it or played with it. That's enough. Landing three basic attacks against enemy heroes or monsters empowers your next ability within three seconds to deal 80 plus 40% magical bonus magic damage. Yeah, so it's kind of like the same keeping true to its roots, like the ability auto attack thing, but it just doesn't seem like that. There's like, there isn't really a hero that fits that super well, it seems like. Like it doesn't feel like the it feels like the mage casters that you would you might want to build this on don't have good scaling on their auto attacks. Yeah. So it's like you it's just there just isn't a hero for this item yet, which is fine. Maybe the new hero that comes out will be one. Uh, but it just it it doesn't have anything to really play with it, you know. 
Yeah, I think most of those, like a lot of a lot of the mage auto items, that we're just missing the the right character for. What do you who do you guys think out of the roster would benefit most from this item? Uh, or, uh, maybe. I mean, I've seen the the Muriel and uh, the oh, Decker. Muriel. Like that, they yeah, those are the people Muriel. who kind of built the item. <laughs> the supports. <laughs> yeah, well, Decker just has crazy auto damage, and so does Muriel. She's got a slow built into her kit. She has an escape. So, like, off lane Muriel. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you've seen it at some point. Yeah, and and the passive for sure. Autos. Yeah. So, I mean, right now, yeah, I, I guess on Muriel, that could be pretty sick. Nice, nice. Probably the best. And then Decker, her autos seem to be doing a lot. They like nerfed her auto damage. I kind of want to um, form like a mage TB build. And I think Magnify will be in there. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what the Deathstalker Infernum build was. Like that was like the one shot ult build that I'm, sh I'm sure you experienced once or twice. But yeah, um, yeah so like there there is ways. It just doesn't seem like they, it just doesn't like fit as well as other items Agreed. um yeah i think the only other item that got like major reworked was tainted totem and i tried it right before we recorded here with baseball that was the game that i also had the the wind collar and like i was healing yeah. like crazy i mean like i think that that having that ability we were playing into papaya on countess so they had a countess they had a muriel and they had a severog and I was like, I'm building Tainted second. Like, I don't care what you guys say. I'm building Crystal Tier Tainted. And we just, it like, it both kept, I mean, I did Norbash things, right? I held my E. I thunked when I needed to. Uh, and I just kind of out-healed them and stopped them from healing. Like, Chimera applying Blight. Murdoch was applying Blight. Morigesh was applying Blight. It's just kind of insane. Because it's it's all instances of damage. It's not just, like, auto attacks. It just yeah, says dealing we damage that, to enemy I, heroes. I <laughs> That was crazy, crazy. They were just not having it. Like, we had zero instances where we saw, like, oh, man, this Countess just regained her full HP because she didn't, right? Like, we either held her down and killed her or uh, just stopped her from healing, and then she just didn't get to do much, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah, but... yeah That I, I think that is extremely strong to be able to do that. And they, like, switched up the uh, stats on the item, too, so... Right, because this used to yeah. be like a dual prot item or something. Yeah, um, I think so. Yeah, because right now you get you have forty magical power, you get two hundred fifty health, mana regen, um, and it does build out of essence ring. Which oh no, sorry, um, I was thinking of uh, the the divine wreath is the item I was thinking of. I thought that was the same thing, but yeah, they they did change it uh, from the double prot item it was. So you actually get no prots out of this item. You just get HP and healing. So it's very much like a a Muriel mainly Narbash item now, but I think still think it's good. Potentially phase. Yeah. It, I, I see it on phase and it's like, yeah, it's kinda good, but also it's like if you're not yeah. healing your team properly, like if you're only healing one person, it kinda feels wasted. I don't know. It's definitely Maybe better big on brain Narbash. To uh, pull it off. Yeah, yeah. Narbash for sure. And then Yeah, Nar Muriel it's definitely well. made for Narbash, but I yeah, you're probably right. It probably could work on phase. Muriel for sure, because your AoE shields. Um definitely not like Decker or any of them, because obviously they don't heal your allies, so you don't, they don't get the, the blighted well. Yeah. 
yeah, I, I was curious to see, but dude, just all instances of damage seems really, really good to me. Um, yeah, for sure. Especially because, like, we had some, like, crazy fucking healing items that got, like, like, we now have uh, the Orb of uh, Growth, whatever the upgraded version of that, gives you HP back on casting abilities. Like, I think getting more tainted items is really good. Um, yeah. Yeah, sure. definitely. Um, so, they're, they apparently implemented new matchmaking, right? Yes. Right, yeah, they, so... they said they changed it kind of afterwards. I don't think it was part of the patch notes, but they definitely mentioned it afterwards. Gotcha. Well, I guess this kind of leads in. This kind of a two-part, like, okay, PlayStation, uh, beta, or whatever was out. Um, so the player base has definitely been higher. There's, and it's a big patch, so just there's always more people playing. Um, do, have you guys felt any difference as far as matchmaking and stuff goes? Uh, so I somewhat. Yeah, you go ahead, Kev. You can start. You go ahead. Uh, yeah, I would say somewhat. Um, I think the uh, matchmaking is kind of in a better spot, uh, but it's not completely like very noticeable. Like I can't, I can't be like, yeah, like it's night and day difference. It's more like yeah, right. I think the little the little tweaks did make uh, some sort of change. Um, but it's, it, it, I'm not a hundred percent sure on like what it was supposed to do because it's not yeah, completely, it's not anything notable. Yeah. yeah it's, not, it's not completely like understood on what it might supposed to be going against like more of my ELO. Cause it's still like, sometimes I still get placement players either on the other team or my team or, um, I, I'll get like just sweaty games. Like I just don't understand how it processes that information but it, it it did change something because it does feel different in some way yeah yeah it's awesome. i have i have had some wild games like like uh when i played uh not last night but i think i played a bunch on wednesday holy cow those games are like all over the place like it's so weird playing with new players who aren't used to, like, punishing things that you don't normally get away with, or, like, everything just feels messy. And I know that it's because the, the MMR curve is still settling. Like, patch came out five, console came out five days ago or whatever. And yeah. it's, like, I have played with console players, and if you really pay attention, you can see, like, oh, man, this guy's panning across. Like, he's, like... You can tell, right? Like, you can see the movement is because they can only move so fast with their stick, right? <laughs> so, yeah. sometimes you can look at it and be like, oh, yeah, this is a console player right here. And you go and look on Omega City and you can see that it, it was a console player. But, I mean, I've still won and lost games. Like, it, it kind of feels the same. And maybe that's their thing working. Or maybe it's just that the games were always 50-50s for me. Uh, like, I'm just above a 55% win rate, I think. So, it's like, still, it's just games are wins and losses regardless it just feels like everything's messier like team fights are so less coordinated people are just like 1v1ing on the side like it's just i don't know it feels messy yeah i could see that it's uh i had one game with two people that were console placements which is fine like they're new yeah um and one of them went 
mid and the other one went support and I was carry and the support just started like in left jungle. Um, and it was just playing like very strange, but you know, maybe, maybe they haven't played other than whatever introductory, like to get into the game. You know what I mean? Like the, where it teaches you the controls or whatever. Um, but we were trying to chat, you know, tell them in chat, like, Hey, uh, you know, you might be new, like try this, uh, support, you should go to this lane. Um, but I think chat's like auto disabled, right? So yeah, chat is auto disabled. Um, and there is an option for console players to opt out of crossplay, but I recommend just keeping it on just because eventually you're probably just going to have to get used to it. Um, but yes, yeah. I've, I've, so, I think I've tried typing to him a few times too, like not to be like toxic, but to be like, hey, this item yeah, is yeah. not good on this hero, like <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. But um, yeah, I've never well, that, uh, obviously gotten a response. Yeah, also, so because probably typing on console is probably uh, super, really tough. super yeah, hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have to have a keyboard plugged up. Baseball, <laughs> what, did, what do you think about the new matchmaking? Um, I felt like the first few games I had were were better. Um, But again, I think it's, and it's hard, right? Because with placements, you can't actually see their MMR. Yeah. Um, But technically they do have an MMR in there. It's just the first like hundred games. It's so volatile, right? Like you could win a game and go up like 80 MMR. And then you could lose a game and go down 50 MMR, right? Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, like these players in the games probably are MMR deserving to be in the games, but it they might it might just be because they like styled on some <laughs> like newer players, right? Like ten games in a row and they're ten and zero, and so they've gained a hundred MMR for ten games straight, and now they're at you know twenty two, twenty three hundred, and they get placed into a diamond lobby, and it's like oh, I'm not styling on these guys anymore right yeah this is different (laughs) this is different and then they get absolutely slammed and you're like oh my gosh how did a placement get into this diamond lobby right yeah yeah but like it does make sense but it is frustrating because it's basically through the first like 100 to 200 games it's it you're it's really not accurate mmr is not accurate until you play a lot of games and so like especially with yeah, I don't know if you guys have been checking a Meta City, dude. Like the game accounts have been crazy the past week. Yeah, like uh, um, it was thirty thousand, which is great. Thirty thousand is what it was like peaked at, which is compared yeah. to like what, like three thousand or something like that. Two thousand. Yeah, ga- yeah, games peaked at sixty six thousand uh, yesterday. Holy on... shit! No one of the yeah, servers so were 60, dying. Sixty six thousand total games December eighth, and then. Um, so far today, we're at 40,000. But literally, December 4th, which was the day before the patch, was 3,400. Yeah, that's insane. So, like, <laughs> yeah. That's insane. It's, yeah. it's crazy. Do what? I just said congratulations, predecessor. Yeah, oh, honestly. Like, it, it's great. It's just one of those things where it's going to take some time for the, the especially the newer players to kind of find where they're supposed to be. And so I think it's just one of those things that like, I think, I think the new matchmaking is better, but we can't tell because there's just so many new players in the game right now. So I think it's just like, you're going to lose some games that you, because you have new players on your team and they just 
you know, they might have even gotten lucky, right? They might have just gotten on the right team 10, 12 games in a row, and they're 10 and 1 or 10 and 2 or 12 and 0. Yeah, and it could they, go so know, many ways, too. Like, they yeah. they styled on some people they were better than and then got into a big boy queue for placements, but they got carried. And so it's like yeah, the and game's like, oh, they won against these people, too. This is gotta, crazy. You also got to think about it. Like, they actually might be decent players and really good players, but they're going against people that have been playing this game for a year and – I'm yeah. talking about like they know the ins and outs and everything, so they're probably yeah, very good sure. players. But once you get placed with, and then on top of that, we got mouse and keyboard, like, which is also a an advantage. So I mean, add add a year of experience plus going against mouse and key, you know, like these good players are now facing the veterans, and it's also a disadvantage at the end of the day. For sure, yeah. for sure, for sure. Yeah, I um, yeah. Salsa said that it just felt uh, <laughs> some games felt just kind of chaotic. Uh, yeah, after I that, agree. and and I could yeah. definitely, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, end. yeah. like again, I it's like I don't think it's the matchmaking. I really do think it's just because we have a bunch of players. I was just... I was saying that it was because we it hasn't settled yet. Like people haven't yeah, settled exactly. into their position. Definitely agree for sure. Definitely. Where do, where do you guys think so, we're gonna be? Like uh, towards the end of the the beta here, what do you guys think uh, the game's gonna be? Like, do you think it's gonna get uh, even crazier with with the with the game counts? I think, I think it probably goes down a bit, but I still think it stays re- relatively high. I think, uh, I think, I and again, somebody message us if we're wrong, but I think most of the players that played paragon were console players correct yes. yeah 100%. and so and i think and when i say most i think it was like a like 70 80 percent like yeah. very high percentage comparatively um so i think a lot of players are gonna stay um i do think some players will drop off right that there's gonna be players that are like it's not for me you know maybe i tried it because i just saw the the uh you know the youtube video right but i i do think they're going to keep a lot of this base. Um, and I, like, especially, and then especially like when they go to Xbox two, right? Like there, there's another untapped market that they can, that they can uh, potentially attract people to. Um, I just, I, I'm really excited, man. I like, Same. I, I can't wait for, you know, everyone to hit their hundred games and kind of get where they're supposed to be. And, potentially get into you know a game where everyone is relatively the same mmr as me right that's i think that's more fun than playing in a game that's like you know that i'm maybe popping off in but i'm you know really high mmr compared to some yeah of the you're rest just kind of stomping on some people yeah <laughs> so uh, yeah uh, I mean, I, one thing i think with there's just the console thing and like uh beta in general was mm-hmm. how quickly they were able to get out all the keys, yeah. All bro. the keys, and they're like, "Yeah, we can handle it. It's fine." Yeah, dude. They're they're definitely keeping yeah. They sent out fifty thousand keys the first day. Yeah, and they said, "Oh yeah, we're only gonna send out like ten thousand, maybe." They're playing the smart yeah, game on the first. Day. They're definitely playing the smart game because you don't yeah. want to be like, "Oh, we're releasing fifty thousand keys the first day," and they know it really for sure, in, right? So, I think they're doing yeah, a very great they... job of keeping everything on the low and then giving us high expectations. Or like you know, making our low expectations higher, 
and then at the end yeah. of the day make everybody happy that way yeah, yeah. For sure. which they they said they were going to do that and uh i feel like with the keys for playstation man they definitely did that so yeah i just think it's so cool seeing like like you go on the pred discord and you go on like i'm part of like the facebook page and there's obviously mm. twitter and stuff like that but like all the console players that are posting that are like thank you for bringing the game back and it's like a post of their stat line they're like 22 and 3 as like a fake mal carrying their game they're just so happy to have their game back man like it's yeah dude. it's i mean i am definitely too but i've kind of gotten over that because it's been a year i've been playing it yeah it's been a year and now we're, this is like, like the longest time game, i think i've right, ever played okay. a game in a row like with um, uninterrupted so it's it's just it's really cool to see like all these people finally be happy finally get their answer console win and it's here right so it's it's uh yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I mean it's going relatively well. I think there's one one night where the servers were kind of iffy. That's because yeah. last Saturday night, like you said, sixty thousand games, sixty like k just... games in a single day, right? Like yeah, that'll do it. Right? Those servers were struggling. Like I I, I streamed yeah. for like seven eight hours last night. I think I game I think I think I played three actual games, and then in between that, the servers I just physically couldn't get in. Like I sat for an hour trying to get into a queue of it popping and crashing mm. and popping and crashing. So I was like, okay. I played some Lethal Company. I came back, finally got to play some games. Uh, obviously, queued into like Lakeinator and some of those guys for some reason. But um, yeah, <laughs> you're just that good, dude. I think other than that, though, like I, I, I honestly think it's it's running phenomenal. I think that, that yeah, like I felt like we we would have gone through way more roadblocks than what we have, and I feel like it's been like the issues have been so little and i love it i love that everything's actually running smoother than i would have expected mm -hmm. okay. yeah it's, it's definitely impressive um if you're listening and you're on console man uh get in here i think the the goal is for them to just roll out early access after this right yeah, I think they said as long as everything is going smoothly, um, the plan was to roll out early access like immediately after the beta. Um, and so, you know, when that happens, right, that, they'll, they'd still have to buy a, you know, an eight ninety nine pass, but you'd have your same account on it. Assuming you played during the beta, you probably unlocked some of the heroes. Um, and then you could start doing your affinity grinds, you know, your... Um, you know, yeah, all, all sorts of things like that. Yeah, that. Mastery, like, yeah, yeah, for sure. The affinities, the unlocking different heroes. Yeah. Um, all so. that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think I think you're allowed to start unlocking different heroes now towards your account. Yeah. Even they said that it was so. like it was all gonna be tracked, so Yeah. Everybody's gonna Which is pretty cool. Back. Whenever yeah. they get back, they got a place home. Yeah. Yeah, that's it, it is cool I, to see because like I think that's how the community was when early access launched on pc it was like oh thank you for bringing this game back and then like a year into it it's like hey make this do this thing for me um yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. but yeah to see console like people being like man it's so awesome to be able to play so for sure but i mean i'm like if you go into the actual predecessor discord i still see every single time i go in there like within the first five messages somebody's asking for like hey are there any more codes available <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So like, uh, people are still trying to get in and trying That's to play. That's crazy. Right? Yeah. That's wild. Um, that, it's awesome though. Um, all right, dude. Anything else on the patch for you, baseball and salsa? Nah. 
kit. I don't think so. I mean, like, I there just... was a, there's quite a few changes, but just not really anything, like, game-changing. No, yeah, the, yeah. the patch yeah. has already settled down for me. What I'm waiting for is Winterfest. First of all, Raven's going to get a legendary skin, bro. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> take my wallet, bro. Yeah. <laughs> hey, take my card. Take my money, please. So, yeah, that's, it's going to be cool to finally have a first legendary skin that that opens True. the door to potential future legendary skins. And yes. also, finally, we're getting a themed uh, a, a, th- a theme going on in general. Uh, you know, a lot of people were were yeah. looking forward to that on Halloween, and you know, unfortunately, they couldn't. They were working on console stuff, uh, so we had to skip that. But I think it's awesome that they're finally gonna bring uh, some some sort of uh, holiday theme to the game because it's one hundred percent necessary. Agreed. Yeah, they they mentioned in the patch notes something about uh, ambience to the jungle, and I'm curious what that's going to end up being like if anything you know it could just be different shading but it could be cool um, but yeah man the the event the, the richter skin i mean come on oh yeah come yes. on dude uh, first skin i'm buying for sure when it's when dude it's, i'm getting uh, the i'm getting the pack man i'm, I'm excited that they're going to release an actual bundle yeah and, yeah that's uh, actually really good too yeah i agree so yeah that's just hopefully uh, hopefully is reasonably reasonably priced right <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see when it comes. Yeah. When when we'll is it? When sure. is Winterfest coming? For all the listeners Tuesday. out there, Tuesday. I think it's Tuesday. Tuesday, awesome. Tuesday. Tuesday. Like this, like yeah, this Tuesday. coming Tuesday. Twelve, yeah. man, it's almost here. We got what? Th- almost two here. more days. Yeah. So yeah, I'm glad they're starting to do these type of in-game fun things that keep people playing engaged and mm-hmm. interested in what's going on. Um, all right, I had a realization. Baseball wanted me to bring this up. I had a realization. Bring it up, dude. We talked about it in Discord, but I want you to, to tell it to the masses, bro. So, like, I'm a pretty – I'm a mid-lane player, right? Like, that is pretty much my one trick. I can play other role, a couple other roles to a degree, but I play mid-lane. And my MMR for mid-lane is, like, probably where it should be. Um. Dude, my other roles, though, I'm notably worse at. And uh, I think you were kind of saying it this way, baseball, that it's like, it almost feels like if I get a, um, if I get like a, a if I get jungle, it's going to be very hard, I think, for us to win that game. Like everybody's going to have to be able to handle their own thing. Um, Same deal with carry. It's like, I can make it work to a degree, but I'm no reason like by no chance going to be the reason we win the game uh, out of the carry role. And dude, it's just, I don't play those roles ever, ever, ever. Um, and so, yeah, dude, I think, I think I'm going to start, like I played what, six games the other day and didn't play. Mm-hmm. I played, yeah, that was wild. played carry. I played off. I played jungle, played support. But So we will see. Maybe, maybe I'll be a fill main for a little while. And yeah, drop, yeah buddy. Drop a little MMR, but gain, uh, gain. Oh, bro, yeah, my gain MMR is gonna yeah. hell yeah, dude. That's what I did for months. I just clicked fill and did whatever. And obviously, mid is still my big yeah, yeah. 
big role in like I'd like to say like mid and jungle are definitely like my my two strongest roles and and duo lane is definitely my weakest role so solo lanes in the middle somewhere but like just like clicking fill and just like picking whatever hero you you think might be good just like not necessarily your favorite hero but just trying to force yourself to try new things is just I think it helps a Mm -hmm. lot I think it helps so much and I do think if you decide to go back to mid lane and you play a bunch of different roles, right? Like that helps your understanding of like how to help your teammates, right? Like, yeah. If you play a bunch of ADC and you get rotated on a shit ton by like a countess that's massive and you just die on repeat, right? Like, you know, it's like, okay, maybe I shouldn't let this countess free roam, you know? Like, you know, like maybe I should try and try and at least roam and like get there maybe a, a second or two behind this countess so that way i can either save a kill or maybe we can turn a kill or two etc yeah. um so dude i'm excited for you to do a little fill main action bro and also <laughs> i don't play any mid because uh you 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 pretty much play mid every single game so i'm excited to get some mid games in bro yeah <laughs> we'll do it yeah. on the the free epic account <laughs> the free epic account, yeah, not baseball fifty five sixteen, basketball fifty five sixteen, yeah, 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 no, that's that's hasp, that's hasp. So yeah. the, the the thing with mobas is, um, since I've been playing league all my life, it's you're always gonna be shifting, like you're never gonna stay in one lane and one hero the whole time. Mm-hmm. As the time goes by, new heroes will be released, and then you'll be exposed to different lanes and different builds. And, you know, you might be a mid-main this year, but next year, you, you never know. You might be a jungle main um, because the game is always evolving and, and there's always, uh, you know, you kind of want to change, you know. Us as players, we always want something different. You know, you can't play the mm-hmm. same lane, the same hero, the same build over and over again until you get burnt out. So, the, and it's super important for you to keep the game fresh and learn new roles and, Honestly, by the end of it, you will become a better player because you will understand roles differently. You will understand heroes differently. Uh, let's say you've never played Muriel in your life because you don't ever play support and you know you're a, you're a carry main. Well, now that you played support a couple times and you you know you get your hands on Muriel, you understand her cooldowns, you understand her build path, mm-hmm. and what she does, and as a carry main, that will ad- ultimately help you in the long run because now you understand oh Muriel just use her bubble she's not going to get it back until 10 seconds right so you kind of have that in your head and, and you would have never found that out if you never you know took the opportunity to switch it up so in my opinion yeah. it's just very important to to learn every every uh, role every hero every item and start just messing around and and then go back to your main role and you're going to feel fresh you're going to feel awesome and you're gonna understand every other player's uh role differently for sure for sure yeah that's what uh i think like maining a role and or like you know like having a main role and then an off role that's good for climbing right so like you're gonna go play ranked right and you want to see how high you can get right it's like hey mid's my best role I'm going to queue mid every single game. If I don't get mid, here's the the other role. Let's say support's your second best role. I'm going to queue support second. And I'm dude, I'm aiming for masters, but we're going to see where I can get, you know. <laughs> um 
But if you want to improve overall at the game, I, yeah, I agree with Kev. Like, just play everything. Like, you know, play every hero. Play it into good matchups. Play it into bad matchups. Experiment with some items. Find what suits you, and uh, that'll help you in your in your main and off rolls. So, mm-hmm. and who knows? You might figure out that oh dang, my play style is I play mid, but I. I play more like an offlaner. Maybe I should just play offlane as my main role. And then, you know, all of a sudden you're an offlane main and you got to fight Hasp for it every single time. Nah, dude. I'm not taking offlane from Hasp. He's nutty. <laughs> I will gladly give him uh, offlane anytime I play with him. So, oh, yeah, but so. yeah, dude. Uh, it's, it'll be fun. Uh, but you're going to. Because I've done this before where it's like, I'm going to play this role for a while and my MMR just tanks because I'm learning a new role. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, yeah, we'll just go back to mid. <laughs> yeah, so in, in, in my uh, my MOBA history, I, uh, I played mid, main, and league. Uh, and that's what I started with and that's what I abided by. And I'm like, I am never going to try another role. You know, I'm just going to play mid. I'm a mage and this is what I do. And then uh, I started playing ranked a lot, and then I, uh, my jungle kept throwing games and kept giving <laughs> the objective away and wouldn't gank uh, often enough. And I was just like, I'm tired of this. I'm going to play. I'm going <laughs> to learn jungle in and out, and I'm going to – and then I became a jungle main, man. I'm, I, and yeah. I, ever <laughs> since then, I, I that's all I play, even in this game. Like, I truly believe, like, jungle is probably my best-suited role. Uh, but I started playing Rev a lot because I just love him as a hero, and and then now slowly I'm becoming a carry main. <laughs> so there you go. It's just, it's yeah, just the, just cycle, the cycle of the MOBAs, baby. <laughs> Honestly, you can't exactly, <laughs> what you said is exactly why I play jungle. It's like, bro, I know how to hit a hunt on an objective, and I know <laughs> to go to an objective after we get a pick. And so whenever I play another role, it's like, dude, I feel like sometimes, especially like, if it's a a newer player, it's like I have to like drag them to the objective with me. And it's like, look, if I play jungle, I'm gonna go to the objective. I know that. So and I can hit hunt at the right time to get there. <laughs> Thank so. you, man. Jungle, in my opinion, <laughs> yeah. to this day, I believe that jungle is extremely, extremely important, man. If you have yeah. somebody that does not know how to hit that smite or that hunts or whatever. <laughs> and just yeah. please, man, secure the objective for the team because that's, yeah. that's for everybody, not just for you. That is for yeah. the whole game. You Look, know? I'll go 0 and 15 in the game, but I can hit the hunt button <laughs> at the right time most of the time. So. Thank you, man. Yeah. And you feel hopeless. Like, yeah, when you don't go sure. jungle, you feel hopeless because you're like, hey, it's on you, homie. Like, hey, please, man. <laughs> yeah. I don't have No that. hunt, question mark? Like, that's, that's usually my, like, yeah. Like, oh, it was down. I'm like, well, then why did, like, you should have, like, you know, ping no or something. Like that. Nothing feels worse uh, than doing an objective and then your jungler misses the smite and it's like, bro, we just gave them more prime. Like, what do you for mean? Free, yeah, for yeah. free, what do you mean? And then I, you just I've see that defeat on your screen. Like, uh. yeah. yeah. And it's like, we just Catch lost off with the miss the smite. Yeah. Guy couldn't press his button. Yeah, man. You got a lot on your shoulders as a jungle. That's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, do we want to talk games? I guess, or are we? Yeah, dude. Let's do. 
like one or two games of the I guess past two weeks for us because we haven't talked games. But uh, oh yeah, I feel like we haven't talked games in a month. It's been a minute, bro. For sure, we probably have. But. All right, I'll narrow down my list. I guess. <laughs> look, look. Base. Let me go first while you're narrowing down because yeah, I know I'm gonna go talk ahead. two games that I was in with salsa and he can kind of. Uh, I carried uh, his ass through both of them. Whoa, easy Whoa. there, Killa. Easy there, Killa. So first game I want to talk about uh, was, I mean, honestly, a pretty big boy game. Uh, we had Ganks on our team. Uh, Salsa played mid. Um, we had Sock Cap off lane. And then uh, we had Din and ADC. So that was a full diamond lineup right there. Um, into They had Link, who's a pretty good player. I don't know if you ever played with Link. Brocardo, who uh, he was one of the winners of the BFC. Um and they had yeah, carbon fire too. Yep. Yeah, he's on Ricardo's on Team Lakeinator. Yeah, and um, yeah, dude, it was a. Uh, <laughs> it didn't start off very well because uh, I was actually streaming at the time, and um, my internet decided, uh, hey, uh, let's just reset real quick. Uh, no. I the waves hadn't even met yet, and uh, like I'm telling you, it was. 30 seconds into the game, we had literally just gotten to our lane, and uh, my internet decides to cut out. Uh, I, I come back. It's eight minutes in. <laughs> Everyone's actually doing pretty well, except for my ADC, uh, because obviously he didn't have a support for the first yeah. eight minutes of the game. He didn't die or anything crazy, um, but he was just behind because, right, he, he couldn't farm. And uh, I'm Really, all I want to say is Decker is OP. I played Decker and was like level one at eight minutes, and eventually uh, I ended the game ahead of the enemy Richter. Um, I, we joke about it all the time, right? Like you could take the damage off of Decker's abilities, and she probably would still be like an S tier support. That's kind of how it felt because I was just so far behind in level. Um, <laughs> but you know, I was hitting stuns, hitting good, uh, you know, cages, hitting the ult. Um, and we ended up winning that game, which is kind of wild. I feel like most of the time, if you're missing a player for eight minutes, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's like, oh, tough to win the over. game, right? Yeah. yeah. To be fair, to be fair, in that game, uh, Ganks was huge. Ganks was yeah, doing Ganks, Ganks was playing was Sarah and Jungle on on Sarah, yeah. and their like their off laner was four and twelve at the end of it. Their support was zero and ten. So like. And like I was, I was, I was. I'm gonna be honest. In the beginning, I was struggling against Ricardo in this game. I was like mm-hmm. getting frustrated. Like it's been a while since I've gone against a good Bellica. And man, mm-hmm. I was getting fucking pissed. Like when you were gone, you probably weren't hearing a lot of it, but I was like <laughs> mumbling and grumbling to myself. I'm like, man, look, he pressed his funny R button. Oh boy, what skill! <laughs> wow. Like now I know how everyone felt that when I played those like 60 games back to back. Now I know how every Bellica single really, one of those yeah. person felt, which is probably good for me um yeah, yeah. dude Belka <laughs> is annoying <laughs> for sure to say the least yeah so that yeah that game was and then that's when we hopped into sock cap stream and we're like yeah we're coming for you sock cap uh for the creator the cup. content creator cup or, or whatever it is he's like I yeah two uh, my teammates here kev and baseball yeah, dude. We, we dude, kev's playing right. adc i'm playing jungle dude we're about to go bananas in, i'm excited man. you already know let's go <laughs> nice um <laughs> and then literally the next game that we played salsa, uh, I'm going to talk about that one. So it was salsa mid again. We had Boinks, uh, who's normally obviously a top support player. Uh, Boinks uh, <laughs> went jungle this game. They the Sevron, who's a support main, uh, 
challenged for support and got it and boinks went jungle um we had pog destroyer who's obviously a super good adc player he went adc i played offlane um and i went offlane into nugslet uh on crunch who's probably one of nugs's best characters um i played richter which is a good matchup into crunch thankfully uh but i think i killed him yeah i soloed him at minute at 4 30 and then uh after that i basically didn't do anything in lane and uh, i just tried to rotate the fights and help and we ended up winning yeah. so um, it's hard to miss a hook on literally the biggest hitbox in the game. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. He, it, it was wild, dude, because I was like ahead of him because obviously I got that kill, um, and then I just mismanaged like one wave, and he went from like being ten CS down to being like thirty CS up in like three waves. It was wild. Like he, he literally just froze the wave at his tower, and I was like half HP and he was full HP, and if I stepped up even like remotely close to him, I was one hundred percent dead. And so I, it was like this weird, like I was ahead and then all of a sudden I was not ahead. And it was like very quick, very quick that, that, that happened. Um, but dude, salsa popped off. We played into Simba as well. And dude, salsa was five Oh and five mid into Simba. And Simba's a really good mid player. I don't know what so, was going on? It just felt like he was like, maybe he was, um, not like it wasn't having a good day or whatever. Like I didn't pay attention to, I didn't go into his own meta and yeah. how he had been playing, but like, it just felt like it was very off, like I was hitting a lot more abilities, and maybe it's because I was spamming face, so I'm kind of, like, in tune with the mechanics Yeah, and stuff. Felt, you felt, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I think, yeah. like, in the beginning of this game, I took, like, a really bad trade, and then I'm like, okay, I gotta, like, get it together, you got, know? <laughs> and got a, I, so, I put yeah. it into third gear, and, I don't know, we, we pulled <laughs> sits, it out. Sits, leans forward in chair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and if you have a bad game, and you really did bad in that last game, yeah. you're like, I feel bad for the next opponents. Like, yeah, I know y'all didn't do anything <laughs> to me, but I gotta take some frustration out here. I gotta, yeah. I gotta catch a W nice. real quick. Hold on. Let me just do... Yeah. Yeah, that... I, if I remember correctly, that game was wild. They had Mad Cat who does like all of the, uh, like designs and you like know like the, the funny fun art. designs, the like, funny art in the Pred Discord. Um, and dude, I must have gotten ganked like three or four times in, in like twelve minutes. I got the Hass treatment, but like obviously everyone on my team was super good. Like if I'm if I'm playing offline right and I get ganked three times, but we get two Fang twos from it, like. It's almost like, no, I'm going to keep playing up so you gank me more, you know? Um, and then Boinks went 8, 2, and 3 on uh, Countess Jungle in a 23-minute game. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that Boinks was, was also, was... like, our whole team that game was popping off. Yeah. Like, Boinks was huge. Yeah, we, we huge. all were playing, like, super well together and, like, rotating and making it to team fights at, at the perfect time, right? Yeah. Salsa was hitting nasty ults, right? It, it, it was really just, like... Poetry a emotion. good game you know what i'm saying like it was, it was a we, true team game like we played really true well, team guess. team played well right like uh you know can't complain at all so um those are my two games uh decker's just busted and uh nugslet is very good at crunch that's that's my takeaways hell yeah well i'll, right, I'll go I'll, next yeah oh. go ahead Salsa. you got okay, yours okay. narrowed down my my well my games are like also had a lot of baseball. I did a lot of baseball gaming this week for some yeah, reason. Yeah, dude, we were gaming. Um, it's, just, it's totally fine. It's just it's just funny that that how that happened. Uh, so I've mm. got two here. So which one was this one? Okay. 
Uh, this one is the one I kind of hinted at earlier. We just played this straight up right before recording. Uh, mm -hmm. I played Narbesh support. Baseball played Chimera Jungle. Uh, we had a guy named Flex oh, Luther God. on Moragesh mid. <laughs> what a like, name! What, what a name! Top tier, <laughs> top tier gamer tag for sure. Uh, and then we had a guy named Weed Killer in our jungle, and Optional Ass Whooping, I think, is his name. It's Optional yeah. Ass Woo, and then dot dot dot. So, um, and then we played into Papaya and a few guys, Filthy Crux main, a few guys that I've like played into today. Um, Man, these new items, like I talked about it earlier, like Tainted Totem feeling amazing. Uh, and the yeah. Wind Caller, like we were zooming that match. Yeah, baseball, you built Berserker Zack, so you were also like getting the fog wall. Yeah, that item speed. is nuts on Chimera. <laughs> you literally jump, and then your next auto literally hits them for like half their HP. It's actually insane, especially if you're building like Overlord, yeah. like health style builds, right? It seems like maybe I'll have to try building this item because like you do also get 3% movement speed by default yeah and then you get movement speed through fog walls and on chimera yeah. when your max stacks or what is it over 10 you get movement speed yeah yeah deals 50 sure. bonus it was fun on rocks too yeah yeah it's i don't know if it's it, i think it's really good on characters that don't have good escape too right because yeah. it's like oh now i just run through a fog wall Hold and now i'm it. way faster than you yeah does uh does uh grux e count as a dash for this i'm not sure it, if it is does. yes it is a dash so it, it does proc that ability yes. oh, okay yeah yeah, that's I, I never really paid attention to this item, but if I get Chimera I might have to I'll have to try that. Yeah, dude, definitely test that out. That it it felt really dude I there was one time where I uh I jumped on Papaya, yeah. bolted, and then autoed and it literally took him from full HP to like a quarter HP with that combo. And like Chimera's not really a bur and, and my build isn't like really a bursty build. But like it kind of low-key became it, so... That's actually, like, reading into this, basic attacks reduce the cooldown of Blitz by 0.5 seconds, and it has a 12-second cooldown. Your all, all of your Qs you count just, as basic attacks as well. It's yeah. insane. You just, like, you leap it's, Q, it's on cooldown again, you leap again, you just... That that seems nuts. I'm gonna have to try that. Yeah, it's, it's wild. And especially because you built really Overlord, good. you had Overlord, Basilisk, it gives 350, so you had, like, 1,000 extra HP, so, like... Seven percent of a thousand. Yeah, and I, I built salvation, so it was like fifteen hundred. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually insane. But yeah, yeah. I was I was having fun that game with Windcaller, just like sh moving around with everybody. Leaf Song, obviously. Yeah. I think I was gonna build into uh, Galaxy Greaves is what my last item was gonna be, or my fourth <laughs> yeah, item. Yeah, but that's. I just wanted to move we were, as fast we were as possible, bro. So hard. Yeah, I wanted long, to be yeah. full sprint Narbash, bro. That's what I wanted that <laughs> game. But unfortunately, they uh, we. We won too fast. I think they actually surrendered fast, this man. game. It was just like... No, I think we took core, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we took core. Oh, we did take... Yeah, yeah, we got, we oh, got we orb, like... Yeah, we got orb. Oh, we okay, orb. we ended at 30 minutes. Okay, actually, the yeah. minion took core. We won too fast. <laughs> I thought this was a shorter game. Maybe it was just because let's have a... I mean, it felt, time it felt shorter, because yeah. like, it was really close, and then we got that orb, and then the game was over a minute later. Yeah, just basically. stopped on him. Yeah. Uh, and then the other game I had was uh, another baseball game. This is when Wait. did we play this game? I think this is from a while ago. Nineteen minutes, twelve oh eight. Okay, no, this was yesterday. Never mind. <laughs> uh, <laughs> baseball, you played uh, Rampage Jungle. Uh, we had oh. Nalu. This is the the game that we had. Uh, Nalu, Omni, me, and um, uh, who is it? Eight bit, eight bit. Who's Soul hey, Reaper it's 8 fan? Eight bits alt. Soul yeah. Reaper fan. Uh, yeah. sixty nine. Yeah. 
This was a this is a a very abusive game. This is this is interesting. Um, it was it was kind of like it was kind of a stomp, but it also involved like a, a PlayStation player, which I can see now on a Meta City. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna be honest. I kind of forgot why I was gonna talk about this game. I can be completely. <laughs> I because uh, I, I, I popped sure. off. Oh, what, it was it. This is the one that I stole that kill from you on. I remember that. I think so. Yeah. I yeah, ever yeah. Since I've been playing Fate, man. <laughs> I have a history of like, I get people to one HP, and then at my ADC, like I had a game the other day where my ADC walked in the lane after I told him, "Nah, guy, I got it. I'm good." He walks up, buckshots him at one HP, and then just leaves. And I'm like, dude, I just did all of this work to get this kill. I used my ult, used all my abilities, and this man just last hits it and then walks away. I got, I got. <laughs> that, that's literally, yeah, you, you got. I, I remember you ulted the Howie. He like went on you. You ulted him, did everything. I was at like my two camp when it happened. I literally just walked over there and rumbled and then walked away. Yeah, fuck that, man. <laughs> People steal my fucking kills, man. Maybe that's what I, I think. That's why I was gonna talk. I wanted to call it baseball. <laughs> Um, yeah, but yeah, Nalu was playing off lane into a Grux. He seemed like he was doing fine. He, uh, yeah, he was playing uh, Iggy and Scorch. And then, mm -hmm. of course, 8-Bit was on his alternate, and Omni was in support. So shout out Omni. That's uh, that's our support for uh, Team Salsa for the Crazy hey. Cup. So Best tune in on the man. 16th. Yeah, yeah, this guy's got more mural games than I think I have. Wait, right wait, wait, wait. Now, he's terrible at mural. Don't ban it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you're right, you're right. Yeah, th this yeah, guy's got, let's see mural. how many, 554 mural games. <laughs> But this guy's actually been gaming so much. He has 355 Richter games now and 264 Bellica games. This guy's played more games on those three heroes than I've played in my entire career. Like, it's actually yeah, wild. Think, me too, I think, actually. He's, and 125 on Bellica, which is nothing to scoff at, too. Or on Decker, sorry. Yeah, yeah, of course. He's been he's been diversifying from, like, his Muriel, which is freaking awesome. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Those are my, those are my two. Move on from there. Gotcha, Kev. Do you got any games you want to talk about? Uh, yeah. Um, so my two games. I had one. I think a day or two ago. <clears throat> I was playing. I mean, I just. I literally. I think it was my first game of the day, and it's funny because I. Uh, you know how everybody starts clicking on their roles. I see Pinzo Dunzo. I see Nitro. I see North. And uh, I don't know who the other guy was. Water drinker. <laughs> but i mean drinker. yeah i don't know it's, <laughs> yeah it, it's a gold player but i mean having north a grandmaster nitro's a master and then pinzo you know he's very known in the community i was just like oh man mm -hmm. i guess this is how we're starting the, the day huh and uh so north immediately goes to support i go to carry and i was like oh cool like i get to have a grandmaster support me like let's see how this goes you know you immediately kind of get like uh, sweaty palms like oh, I hope I don't mess up you know like but North is yeah, North is sure. such a cool dude like you don't care yeah. I was just vibing North's with him tell. yeah he wouldn't care at all yeah, I was just like what's up North he's like I'm sorry man I'm not I'm not that good sorry if I let you down I'm like hey, man shut up bro <laughs> but <laughs> yeah he was just being funny the whole time and uh yeah no I, I it's just like that game specifically like made me realize like how big of a skill gap uh you know you can have in this game because you mm -hmm. think like yeah i mean north is not really a support player but this man has knowledge in every single role and he yeah. went decker uh, i was twi uh, twin blast of course so um i go my typical build and and as the game uh, proceeds like you just see north doing these crazy plays man like with decker 
Like he, uh, water drinker when Shimbi, he's a goal player. He went three, six, and two by the end of the game. North went five, four, and fourteen. He did better than the off laner. And uh, yeah. Nitro went twelve, zero, oh, and seven as uh, Sev Jungle. Um, Pinzo twelve, zero, oh, and seven. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and I he carried, bro. And then Pinzo went three, two, and twelve. I went twelve, four, and five. But um, it's just like watching a grandmaster support you can easily make you a better player as well because you like like the, the the way he was setting up these kills for me man and the way he was making the enemy just like like in your head if you see a decker in the enemy jungle uh in, in your head you're immediately like what are you doing like nobody's around you and north is making these guys just run in circles in their own jungle yeah, bro. and we're over here <laughs> taking or prime time, yeah. like the team is taking or prime yeah. while there's four of them chasing him around and this man escapes with his life and it's yeah, probably, in my mind i'm like what the heck like you know so that like that's a that's a highlight of, of one of the games i played it was just cool watching north you know like just just do crazy stuff with decker um and then uh, the other game was yesterday i got a pentakill uh let's yeah, go by the orb man so yeah it was very very tight game i'm talking about like they it could have been anybody's game and they had the advantage because uh, they they were all at orb while we were you know barely getting there, so they had orb like about half health. Our chimera was crazy enough to just you know that what a typical jungle would do just try to go in there and steal it, uh, but I mean it was five of them against chimera by himself, and I'm coming through the off lane, and I was just about to get into the fog wall, and I'm like oh snap chimera jumped in there like by himself and he did a, a very very good damage to the serath jungle uh and then i just come in right there through the hole right right but right by the fog wall i come in right there through the staircase and i just start letting it rip with my grenades and you know all my tb abilities and it's just like one by one just start getting knocked out boom 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 and and the freaking howie starts ulting and i just get him in the air with the grenade for the pentakill what and then we and then the prime is literally like 10 percent hell so we just take it they surrender and it was just like a highlight of my that's yeah it felt really cool really cool so you got a a clip of it yeah yeah, i I, I clipped it on the brotherhood uh so if y'all want to check it out i have to take a look yeah yeah it was definitely that's awesome it was a play (laughs) well damn dude uh I don't know if I'm going to be able to follow that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a couple of good games. Uh, this is a, this is a master like, yeah, player we're talking about, guys. All this, this weekend. Uh, yeah, dude. Uh, Talk to us, Daniel. Talk to us. <laughs> all right, I got two games. Uh, no Pentas. <laughs> Just go ahead and, yeah, lessen yeah. the expectations <laughs> down a little bit. Throw it out there. Um, okay, I played six <laughs> games. I didn't play mid any of them. I played Kira. And dude, the new Stormbreaker, like Stormbreaker rework on Kira, feels so good. Mm-hmm. Um, went seven, three, and six. Uh, it's a fine game, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Nothing crazy, dude. I I don't want to talk about this one in depth, but I played a jungle game and out farmed their jungler, but he was Chimera, and dude, we just lost every lane. And uh, yeah, he was like he was ganking in, and uh, he was getting kills, like his uh. Him ignoring farm was paying off, and that was unfortunate. So, 
Mm-hmm. Um, we just that's tough. And so yeah, as me who plays jungle a lot, like when every lane is losing, it sometimes it's just that's all you can't do anything. You just gotta hope that your team can make a play. You know, like maybe they get a solo kill or two, and you just gotta keep farming and keep trying, dude. Like keep looking for ganks, but. Most of the time, it's just not going to work out. It's just unfortunate. Yeah. So, um, and then, dude, I played a Grux offlane game into another Grux, and it was, dude, I haven't played Grux in a long time, I feel like. Uh, it was, so I went Bonesaw, Boneseeker, Berserker Vex, and then I had Ice Gorm Talons, and I feel like I just kind of carried that game. Yeah, I was so I hopped off, but I was watching that game, and you got a triple kill. You one v three and got a triple kill in this game. Damn, dude! Grux be Gruxin. Had a Gruxin, dude. Yeah, Grux. I mean, with those items. Uh, yeah, at, at twenty eight minutes, you killed Kalari at twenty eight thirty seven, killed Grux at twenty eight forty three, and killed Richter at twenty eight fifty. And it was literally you were by yourself, bro. You were just. You ulted and you're just autoing, bro. And you <laughs> yeah, killed right. everyone. You're I, was, I was legit like, auto, auto, I was legit like, you, you, you kill them all or you're gonna die. There's no in between. You're not getting yeah. out. And you're like, okay. <laughs> Damn. So, um, yeah, dude, that game was fun. Those items felt good. It was a Grux mirror, and I was, I should have won that game against that Grux, um, mm-hmm. based off of ranking and stuff. So. Um, Nice. He's already yeah. starting to diversify, and he's doing it correctly, it seems like. so. 100%. Yeah. 100%. You were also massive that game. You were like, you, honestly, that's you played that game, because like I said, I was, I was just kind of watching in, in Discord while like, I was about to go to bed. And like, you, you like, full, like, you, you like, froze waves well, cleared waves well, like, in you invaded the enemy jungle, like, when, you know, when you had a wave pushing, um, you like it felt like your rotations were on point that game too, like rotating mid and helping out too. Like, like you said, you haven't played much offlane, but dude, you played that game really well. It's fun to watch. Yeah, dude. It was uh, I mean, I played a lot of Grux. Yeah, back in the day. Um, so it was fun. Um, uh, that was a good game. Uh, no Penta. I, I did three v one them, but no Penta. Hey, man, I, I just got to yeah. you, bro. I, it was just, they were all lined up for <laughs> me, and it was perfect. <laughs> but, I'm the think... only one right now in the in the recording that doesn't have a Penta. I, Danger got a Penta. There's no way Salsa you don't gotten... have a Penta. I've gotten a few Pentas, I, but there's no way you don't. Yeah, have I don't have any. Uh, what? Uh, there's uh, there's a couple times where I could have gotten a Penta, but, like, like there was a game that I played, like, uh, three weeks ago that I was playing Chimera, and I had a... Uh, primal fang tooth and dude i basically like it was like a 2v5 and i killed four of them and but the steel like ran away he was you know like three quarters hp and so it's like i i never kill him and so it's like i got a quadra kill but he the steel wasn't stupid enough to keep fighting me you know what i'm saying so it's like well i wish i had a clip because there was one where i got like i had a pentas kill get stolen from me a few weeks ago but it was in, it's like buried in my vods now and i don't know where it is but like <laughs> i got like a quadra and then like somebody last hitted the last kill right in front of me and i was like spamping and i'm like no yeah, my fucking venta no <laughs> it's, it's so worst. sad but it is what it is you know 
Yeah. It's a penta in my heart. My heart. I yeah. We'll remember it forever. But, yeah, that's your penta. Baseball, that's we gotta penta. get you a penta. He Bro, needs to play literally, Midland, I handed probably. you your penta you need, on dog. a fucking plate, dude. I literally played Sparrow. That was. I yeah. remember that like oh, it was yeah. yesterday, dude. That was the I played best. Sparrow, hit an ult. And, like, literally had everyone at 1 HP died, and then you came in as Gideon and, like, ulted and killed four people and then killed the last person. Oh, yeah. Oh, I remember yeah, that dude. clip, actually. I think it might have been in that game, but, uh... Yeah. Yeah, dude. Dude, you just play you mid lane. Know, you play mid lane, you hit a fail ult, it's easy. You know? <laughs> All you do is press your R button. And you can... <laughs> press R free pentas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cool. Nah, I'm just I'm just not as skilled as you guys. That's all it is. No yeah, doubt. Jesus. You're, you're These guys literally calling us out on our stupid shit all time, all the time. And as soon as it comes to Venta, he's like, Nah, bro, I'm I'm just bad. As I'm if, just bro. bad. As, as, as if, bro. As if. <laughs> as if. Cool. Any Good other? Stuff, yeah. Everybody's Anything got all their stuff. games out of the way. Yeah, dude. Uh, I don't have anything, Kev. Why don't you, uh, dude, hit the plugs real quick, man? Before uh, yeah, we, we get on out of here, dude. Uh, OnlyFans? Question mark. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, yeah. Um, so uh, my name is Kev Kaioken. I stream predecessor on Twitch, and uh, I I owned a a Discord for everybody here to join. It's called Predecessor Brotherhood. We would love to have you and. Uh, definitely check out the bfc4 in the future and i hope you guys are enjoying predecessor and i just want to thank uh these guys here for for the beautiful invite i really enjoyed my time i think this is my first ever podcast so thank you guys for hey. uh, you know giving me the experience and uh honestly i enjoyed my time here so thank you guys for having me for sure man yeah dude thanks for coming we appreciate well, your time uh and what you're doing for for bread so thank you thank you yeah, we'll make sure that the Discord is plugged. I think I have it. We have it set. So yeah, I, I've, I've, I've been plugging the, the, the Discord up for, for a good time. Oh, so we'll, Thank you so much. We'll keep plugging it, baby. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Cool. Well, thanks. All right, guys. That's going to do it for this week. Uh, as always, we love you. We appreciate you. Thanks for listening now that uh, console beta is out. Um, let us know how that's going. All of our console brethren can play with us. Um, follow us on... Uh, uh, come join our Discord. Uh, you can, of course, like it. Follow it. Uh, share it. Just get it out there. Um, yeah, dude. Now that the game is on console, I feel like we can really, you know, kind of get a big community going and share mm-hmm. that with the, with, you know, the other communities that are already made. Predecessor Brotherhood, etc. So... For sure, um, for sure. Keep yeah. hasping your thoughts while dude. he's uh, fishing out those crazy lobsters, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Hass. So. He's freezing Poor right hat. now. So for freezing in Maine right now, just yeah. trying to like, provide yeah. lobsters for all the, the rich people. <laughs> yeah. So. But, uh, all right, guys, that's going to do it. Peace. See ya. Bye.